Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 23, and tonight we will be talking about The Five Bloods and The King of Staten Island. Some of the bigger movies that, we've, record, that we've talked about in a while because of this whole COVID. What's that? I mean, I would say The Five Never Bloods it was pretty highly anticipated coming off of, I mean, Black Klansman with Spike Lee. Yep. And then King of Staten Island being Judd Apatow. These are probably the two biggest releases that we've I mean, yeah, it's just experienced crazy. recently. And it's Finally. like Yeah. Finally. It's weird though, these are like so big and we're going we're these are digital and then we're anticipating such a big release with Tenet coming up soon. Hopefully. Did you see Mulan it got moved to digital? Oh well oh it got moved to digital. It's on Disney Plus. It's gonna be Disney no Plus. Oh shit. I did not see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's I, huge. But did you see Tenet got pushed a couple yep. weeks? Yeah. And there's gonna the blow out a fucking yeah. Yeah, he was a Wonder Woman movie. Nolan was oh, happy. Oh my god, they're gonna Oh no, Nolan wants it to be he out. He was like ASAP. fighting with them about it. Yeah. They're he like is, we have to move it. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's like he would only let them to the end of the month. That's yeah. why they only did it a couple weeks. Cause oh, I was going to send you guys something too, but speaking of Nolan, I just figured I should bring it up now. Did you see they had Joseph Gordon-Levitt on yep. Lights, Camera, Barstool? I, I, was, I just saw it. I saw the <laughs> Dude, interview. The best part of the interview was Joseph Gordon-Levitt talking about Nolan. Yep. He literally carries around film S- cells in yeah. his wallet. In his wallet. He has a 35 millimeter film cell, a 70 millimeter, and an IMAX film cell in his wallet. Yep. At all times. Why? Because he to loves sh- the craft so much. He loves to show He's people. He's literally like, obsessed this with is it. What thirty-five millimeter film looks like. So you can <laughs> just compare it like it's a party trick. Film looks like yeah. <laughs> it's just I love him. We I should do that. Why, why don't we <laughs> have those? We're lacking, guys. I only have one film cell, and it's from Interstellar. We have that whole. I like, have a whole reel. Yeah, a yeah. whole reel of film around here. A reel? Yeah, that's yeah, it for a those. Movie in it, yeah. Oh, and it's real film. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole movie. Oh. I don't know what. Movie. I don't know so, that, to do so that came with. Yeah, real. Film. I bought those two, and it's in the closet. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was heavy too. Bought those like they looked like that. No, those were actually film reels. Huh? They just spray painted them. Like on the other side, not the front. That you can the actual. Yeah, you color. can put it into a projector. Yeah, it's an actual color of whatever it was before. It's not white. Interesting. Got some real films, and yeah, there's actually I don't, I forget what movie it was. It says it on it, but so there is a real movie on film. Yeah. What movie? I can't remember. We need to find this out. We there's need to. A, yeah, the people need to know. I mean, I can get it right now. We need, no, that's no, okay. Okay, but <laughs> we'll post it. We should post it on the Instagram. Yeah. Um. All right. This was. Let's get let's get our beer out. <sighs> okay. Beer, 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 so, beer. This is. We've had two. Actually, this is our first growler. We've had one howler, which was Cacophony Society. We haven't done oh, yeah. an actual growler yet. Nope. Do you want to care care to explain? A growler is uh, <laughs> half a gallon, so 64, 64 ounces. And a howler is 32, 32. ounces. Half a growler. Correct. So four, four, <laughs> and you have crowlers, which are canned but those howlers, are, and they're usually 32s. Yeah. So, But um, 16s are Yeah. Well. Anyway, this is a growler. And uh, I stopped here, literally on the way here, by one of our favorite breweries, Bad Brewing Company, in Mason, Michigan. Uh, this is Razzle's Raspberry Wheat. Ooh, I have had this. I love it. But it's not checked in. Dang I it. didn't check it in. Okay, because... Well, I, I didn't have... Because I actually followed Jacob's rule, and I didn't have a full 
glass of it, so I didn't check it okay. in. But Emma so, likes this one a lot. Well, the reason I got it was because I saw nobody had checked it in. I asked I what was this. newer seasonal, no. and it was the same guy that I said might be new. He like listed a bunch of beers. I'm like, I've had all these before, and they're always on rotation. I'm like, I don't think they're that seasonal. But this one was the only one I He's didn't like, really. He's like, yeah, all season. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I didn't really recognize it, and I haven't had it, so... Um, went for this one and I thought it was interesting because it's a wheat beer. It's like a, a fruit, uh, wheat beer, but it's a 6.8%, which is a lot stronger than most fruit or wheat beers. So yeah, wanted to try it out. They did a good yield. Um, let me see if I can actually pull up a description here because it's a growler. It's so raspberry There's nothing wheat. on the can. <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's a raspberry wheat. One second. Well, if they did it right, I mean, the raspberries, if they get a, the proper yeast, they probably use Nottingham yeast. But, um, yeah. <laughs> the sugar. No description, <laughs> of course. I mean, it's, you know, bad is not like a huge brewery and it's, this is a seasonal beer. So the IBUs aren't even available on untapped oh no because but, i mean people have to put it in yeah so the only thing available is the abv, ABV which is 6.8 percent and we know that it's we know that it's a wheat beer like and american pale wheat so well wheats are like it's probably in the 20s actually for IBUs. yeah i'm guessing okay so not much is known but um i mean we could talk about the brewery yeah, love the brewery. I've been in Mug Club because this is our this is yeah this is one of our favorite beers and we haven't had this this uh, this brewery yet so yeah um, I have been going to Bad regularly for probably five or six years now like like at least once or twice a month yeah for like six years uh, this is the first mug I ever owned was that was this that beer? bad was that bad yep and it's the only mug that I still pay for there you go. So definitely check out Bad. Uh, I will, I will recommend <laughs> <laughs> the nachos from the Good there Bites food truck. Outside, Good Bites is always parked outside Bad Brewing. Best nachos you'll ever have in your whole life. Promise you that. They are really good. Pretty Everything good. in that food truck is really good. Yeah. Yes. But the nachos, the no joke nachos. Oh, that's all man. I ever got from them. So I don't know if <laughs> so you're stand, I would they're ten out of ten. Order right? It's kind of like else. when I go to Nightlight, like I'm gonna get the, the hoagie. Uh, the right. hoagie. <laughs> like I like trying new things, but none right. of them are gonna be that good. So <laughs> I'm just gonna go for the even best if they're thing. good. It's not gonna be that good. Right. All right, I'm gonna open this up. Let's try it out. See if you can get a see if you can get a sound on it. Oh, very very little. A little too like nothing. I'll, no, we'll no add that in post. <laughs> Just the sound. It's like totally. Oh, Put an audio marker, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just dub it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an office where he goes, come in. <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. All right, here you go. Crazy color. Looks delicious. It's really dark, isn't it, for a wheat beer? Oh, oh yeah, but it's got raspberries. So, well, it, oh. it looks, yeah, it looks like it looks like rubeus basically when it's poured. It's, it's more like rubeus? I would say more like fruitwood. Like <laughs> no, rubeus is really pink. Oh God, here we go. You're thinking, Jacob, not over the. Don't do it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. 
made me nervous pouring it right over the, the inter- interface. Yeah. Right over the interface. Look at it. He's got a three-finger head. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one with the three-finger head. Because that's how you're supposed to pour it, Kyle. Pouring it like get an the aromatics going. <laughs> it is true, actually. You're supposed to All pour right. Well, that's out of a bottle. You taste with your nose first. You should always pour a bottle eyes, out and then of, into nose. a glass. Can you drink mouth. this with my nose? 90% of your taste comes from no, your he sense says, of smell. He drink said, it through my nostrils. He said chug it. Let's try it out. Let's give her a whirl. Yummy. It's, good. it's literally exactly what you would want. Yeah. It's less, but it's less, it's less fruit tart forward than, and tart than most. Like Rubeas. Yeah. So yeah. this is better for like, a, I feel like better for a beer drinker. This is like a better oh, yeah. version of Dark Horse's raspberry yes. ale. Yes. Yeah. Dark Horse raspberry ale is trash. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. This is a... But it tastes like raspberry. Yeah, it's a really better. It doesn't taste like Rubeus. It's better balance. Yeah, it you doesn't know? taste like Rubeus. The, right. the worst thing they did is Dark Horse used to use fresh raspberries, and that's why it was so good. I didn't. I never they, had it. Good. Now it's like since they blew up, they well, ish, literally blew up. But this um, is it. Literally, like, so it says American Pale Wheat. Like, I think it definitely has a, an aftertaste kind of similar to an IPA almost. Mm, like I don't very, know. I feel like it's more the wheat. I don't have like a no, lot. No, I know of hop what you're saying, but you're, uh, it's <sighs> not. I know what you're saying. It's not. It's perceived bitterness, but it's yeah. It's actually like from the wheat, you get spice notes. Right. So wheat gives you like a spice. Sometimes a spicy. Like basically, okay. So Rubeus is. We talked about how this is a little bit stronger than most fruit and wheat beers. Rubeus is about five and a half percent. This is about closer to seven. So, I I mean you can definitely tell, but it's not like that big of a it's still really well balanced yeah i mean bad they don't do wrong so no I they had, don't do bad i've had they don't yeah. make bad beer <laughs> bad does not make bad yeah, beer every beer they make is bad beer. they might be bad but their <laughs> beer oxymoron. is good <laughs> tagline no it's bad like good is it actually their tagline <laughs> no oh, okay <laughs> it's something they don't bad. have a tagline there is so bad point. it's good yeah or that's bad. Love bad brewing. <laughs> All right, birthday present finally got here. When did it show up, Jacob? Oh, the 15th? let's see. Yesterday. We're only ten days late. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah, yesterday. It's all right. Oh, it didn't get here till the nineteenth. Yeah, it was way past the date. It was okay, supposed to. it was supposed to be here by the fourteenth. Fifteenth. Well, good timing. Took four then. more days because we wouldn't have recorded anyway. So good timing. Right. Yeah. All right. So how ready? did? What did you record last time on? Are we going to record? What did I? Oh, I just recorded a video for the Instagram, but that doesn't matter. Unless. You want okay. me to open it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Just open it. They don't need to see Square box. We might lose <laughs> I'll followers. describe it. Wrapping paper is less is suspect. <laughs> it's a blue. An aqua blue. <laughs> the wrap job is suspect. A navy blue. You can tear it open. <laughs> and a white. There you go. No, save it. <laughs> Kyle doesn't know how to open. There's another box. Well, there's like a box inside that box as well. <laughs> yeah, there or is. Or maybe it's Schrodinger's. I don't know where the top was. Red bubble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know it's. I know what it is. Do you? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, red bubble. Oh, now I know what it is. <laughs> they make tons yeah. of stuff. Oh my god. Annihilation. Get in the mic, you dumb bitch. For taking movie notes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. He knew. He figured it out. <laughs> College ruled? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't know. It might be. 
Gotta bust out the notebook again. I've been using my phone like a lazy well, bitch. I've been keeping it. I guess I need Hold. a notebook now. If I use my phone, then I'll end up on my phone. So <laughs> right. I have to use physical. Fragile. Sorry, Layla. Must be. I tight. actually don't know what actually this looks like because I didn't <laughs> open it because it was packaged nicely there. Coffee mug. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty easy to tell. There's a picture on the outside of a coffee mug. There's there's literally four boxes of this thing. Annihilation again. But. No. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah. Figured to go with the theme there. <laughs> it's beautiful. Right? That was one That's of my like favorite one parts of, of the scenes, movie, yeah. actually. So. I mean, the whole movie is amazing. I know, but that was one of my favorite. That was the most horror part that I was. But I just recently moved this movie into my favorites on Letterboxd. Well, Your look top at that. four. If you guys want to see, follow me on Letterboxd. <laughs> okay, let's start with The King of Staten Island. Uh, this is Judd Apatow's new movie, so directed by Judd Apatow, written by Judd Apatow, also written by Pete Davidson, who stars in the movie. Uh, also stars Belle Pauli, uh, Ricky Velez, Lou Wilson, uh, Moises... Moises? Arias. Moises Arias. Moises Arias. Yeah. Yeah, that was random. <laughs> yeah, Marissa Tomei, um, and Bill of course... Burr. Bill Burr, yes. That's what I was thinking of. Plot synopsis reads, Scott has been, a, uh, has been a case of arrested development since his firefighter dad died. He spends his days smoking weed and dreaming of being a tattoo artist <laughs> until events force him to grapple with his grief and take his first steps forward in life. Let's take a listen to a clip. You okay? Uncle, yeah, what, what do you mean? Yeah. You gonna be okay without me here? You don't think I could survive here without you? Okay, just don't be a dick, okay? Like, be nice to mom, okay? Don't give her a hard time. She deserves a break. I always give her a, a break. When's, when am I gonna get my break? Like... What are you talking about? All anyone ever does is worry about you. I was ignored my entire childhood because of you. Oh, yeah, I forgot that my childhood was so dandy. Okay, you don't get to act crazy your whole life just because Dad died, okay? At least you got to know him. Well, you're lucky you didn't get to know him, okay? Because that's why you're almost normal. If you got to know him, you would have known that he was, like, the fucking coolest guy ever. And... That would have ruined the rest of your life. What did you guys think of The King of Staten Island? Uh, it was okay. Like, I wasn't expecting, I guess, that much from it. Again, comedy is not my area, my yes. favorite genre. But have you said that before? I think. You have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think, like, technically, it was pretty well done for the most part. I don't really have really any problems with acting or anything like that but i don't think it worked very well as a comedy and i don't think it worked very well as a drama actually i felt like it was more of a drama with comedic elements than it was yeah, a comedy with, yeah, with so it was definitely yeah more of a drama feel good that's usually movie. like i feel like that's kind of like judd apatow's forte yeah is like a, a drama dr- driven story but is usually funnier than any drama since well <laughs> knocked up you could argue was pretty pretty well comedy, balanced but the rest but of them, ha- yeah. lately train wreck is very much a yeah drama dramedy so yeah. but i know what you're saying yeah good there was like let's see you guys know okay so this is sorry but Good. The cinematographer for this, you know what else he did? What? Yeah, I I there, saw that exactly what you're talking about. It says, "Can you believe the cinematographer believe of this, this did?" Uh, there, there will, will be, be blood, blood. <laughs> and Nightcrawler. 
And I, he's like, can you believe the cinematographer for this movie did There Will Be Blood? Well, I definitely, like, it was he shot, definitely. There was some pretty yeah, cool it was, shots. It was shot well. Like, and I like but the, I it like didn't the, do anything, like, anything like, exciting. Yeah, did anything didn't stand out where you're like, oh, man, it. look at that shot. It didn't really, I did like, not, add I never said that once. I, I think it was, it was well done. a very elevated for a comedy. But that's usually Judd Apatow, right. I feel like. I think all his movies are. I mean, like, as in terms of comedy do, directors, like, I feel like he's like, a competent, really very competent good, director, yeah. yeah. What but, did he do, 40 year old version, too? Uh, uh, no, did he direct that? I don't know if he directed it. I think so. It. I think he did. He Punch did Drunk, Knocked he Up. Did Punch Drunk Love. Uh, funny People. No, not he funny, did Punch not Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. Funny People. Yeah. I don't he know. Did the, uh, Adam Sandler. Because I was yeah, going to yeah. say, if yeah, he did, I'm thinking Adam Sandler. if that was the mo- his movie too, then I don't think that had any cinematography like, at all. Yeah, I know, but like... But that's the cinematography. Like, I'm saying like, like an directing-wise, he elevates comedies to like a oh, higher level than usual. Okay. Like, yeah. It's not a stupid like slapstick bullshit. It's right. Like, King of Staten like, Island, Trainwreck, This is 40, Funny People, Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin. There we go. Which, Yeah. Yeah, forty year old which was way funnier, and then produced movie. like a ton of stuff, like like yeah. uh, super bad. After I doesn't start, mean anything, but after I started taking this movie more as a drama with like comedy parts, like comedic parts, then I was like, okay, this is fine. Like it wasn't good, yeah, wasn't bad. It was, it was slightly above average because like a lot of the technical things were above average. Right. I mean, and that's. I, all I gotta say, I can't like not recommend it, but I wouldn't. Well, okay, really we'll your general thoughts anyway. Yeah, yeah. gonna go. So I, I actually did like this because I think Judd, like we were just saying, Judd Apatow, I think is a pretty competent director. So like, whenever you watch one of his comedies, they're like, like not only comedies, but they're like on a better on a good level in terms of just movie overall it's, just, it's not just his comedies aren't ever just in your face comedies there's always like like the wrong build up yeah like yeah some, it's there's always like a it's like a drama or a or like whatever mixed in with comedy so it's like like he's not directly making a comedy i don't feel like if you go in thinking it's going to be like a straight up comedy then you're going to think less of it because you're not I mean, I didn't really laugh that much. So no, but thinking of it like as I a didn't. drama, then it's so yeah. So I sure. actually there was a lot of not a lot of times, but I laughed a decent amount of times actually. Like yeah. there was a couple of scenes that I was it was really funny, and I liked like that. Like so, knowing if if you listen to the or read the backstory of this, this is like based on his life. Yeah. I mean, sorts. I knew his dad was in 9-11 as a yeah, firefighter. So his his dad's name was Scott Davidson. So his name, character's name is Scott. Oh. He died in a fire f- as a firefighter. He also actually has Crohn's disease, and he has Crohn's disease in the movie. Oh. Hmm. He, like, got diagnosed at, like, 17 or 18. So, like, and, like, he actually, like, smokes weed a lot in the movie and, like, in real life, he's like, I have, I go through a lot of pain. So like, if I don't have, if I don't actually smoke weed, like I will be in a bad place. So like he, ha- he smokes real weed for like honest relief. That was but actually, does knowing any of that really like change the movie? I think it does because of it's more personal. It's more personal. So like when you see him with these struggles and battles, you're like, oh shit. Like maybe that could like actually be like, it's somewhat of his story like in it knowing that he also 
wrote part of it was like I felt like that elevated a little bit for me like I just felt it more on a personal level but it was I didn't think it, going in it I didn't necessarily think it was a comedy so like I figured it was gonna be Judd, Ap- Judd Apatow so like a dramedy and so I, I think I going in no, expecting that helped a lot for me I, it was a little too long but that's it was that, definitely that, too. That's long. his movies. I that mean, was one of its biggest problems. If it would have just cut out like half an hour, it would have been. Yeah, his movies are always. I wouldn't longer. have raised my score, but I was very close to having a lower score. Yeah, because of the length alone. It like, was like two hours and seventeen minutes, I think. So I'm like pretty familiar with Judd Apatow and like what to expect. So I think my expectations were tempered fairly well, knowing that it's going to be more geared towards drama. And just the writing would be uh, that quippy, you know, style of comedy. Um, Very conversational. Yeah, not yeah, exactly conversational, not like slapstick or anything like that. So I knew what to expect going in, but I don't think it worked like what they were going for or what the character, you know, was his uh, his transformation and and the whole his character arc throughout the whole movie. It was definitely too long. Right. Yeah. And it forced. forced to me. So like, I think he's just an because awkward the tr- guy though. Like, but honestly. the transformation, like for, for how they get there just felt so weird and, um, extended. And like, if they would have gotten to, I feel like if they would have gotten to what they were doing in the last third early after the first right. third, then they could have spent more time there. I wanted to see more time, at the end rather than like this beginning arc, which didn't, I felt like the it was whole, all whole filler. beginning was weird. Cause yeah. the whole beginning for me felt more like a typical comedy. Right. And then it went just changed tone like a lot. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I wish that they would have spent more time at the end because that's when he was really completing his arc or like even changing a little bit. And that felt so rushed. And then the beginning felt so extended where I feel like it didn't need to be extended. So because of that, like I feel like it was. It, there's something good here. There's something really good here. It's just lost, put into like an an average package, which is where I ended yeah. up. That's why I felt even a lot. Some of the drama moments for me felt like yeah, just cheesy. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm just like, and I felt like they were trying to be self aware of how cheesy it was, but it was still like came off as just more cheesy. I don't know, like. Which scene? What, I mean, like, there was like a bunch of like the typical change type thing, like with the kids, you know, when he was taking school, which I actually liked, yeah. but it was cheesy. Or the firehouse, you know, going to stay and <laughs> which like they had parts that were kind of fought against it, but it still happened, you know. So like that kind of stuff just, I mean, it's typical. It happens in movies all the time. No, like, yeah, like the last, the end of it is like so cliche. Like you see like all of these beats happening, like. Oh, he's going to the firehouse and he's going like, to change. Oh, there's got to be a fight. Better. Oh, there's got to be. Better. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get do all, all these things are going to happen. It just happens quickly, which is why I wish that stuff. I wish he would have gotten to that point where he gets kicked out and is looking for a place and needs to change his life. I wish that would have happened earlier because two thirds of the movie is is just you're with you're it feels like the setup, mm-hmm. you know, where like you're meeting this person and obviously he's not a you know a good guy or like he's he's a good guy but he's not yeah he's got his problems and he needs to get his shit together but you don't ever get to that you don't ever get to him trying to get his shit together until the last 
third and then it's all feels rushed mm-hmm. i i kind of had i kind of disagree with that a little bit i just think that that happened because of his like mental stability i felt like it took like it was trying to show how long it took him to actually do this stuff and he never even like by the like spoiler i guess there's no real spoilers but by the end of it you're like um like he still doesn't necessarily get his shit together right like you know like he still tries to move back into his house like his mom's house like so just to show like like what what actual progress did he make in the movie yeah like little things here and there like he opened up to the kids a little bit opened up to bill burr's character a little bit ray but like at the end of it it's like he finally was like wants to invest in a relationship and it's like that's like literally one step (laughs) is like okay i'm good enough to now like try and do a relationship and i think that was that he was trying to show that how long that progression is for him or was for him. Just with like the last third, a lot I felt like a lot of those things were forced that like if like I said, if it was started earlier, they could have been built up better. Um just like with like his turn and stuff, like so like whenever you see like a turn a turn in a character, you wanna have like motivation and, and build up for that, right? Whereas with him, he was kind of set in his ways for so long and it felt like that turn was like more instant and less <coughs> gratifying when it when it happened. And then, then it felt like you kn- you saw it coming, so it kind of felt like cliche Funny. a little bit. Yeah. Whenever I watch these, I assume I mean, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, most right. dramas are cliche. I mean well, most comedies. Or comedies. I mean really yeah, yeah like you kinda know what's gonna happen. But again, as a Judd Apatow film you kind of expect something different or more elevated. And I would say that this was a little bit lesser than that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. I think, I think just a lot of it is comes down to the writing of the story. Like, like I said, there's something good in there. It's just the screenplay and the story and how it was laid out should have been reversed where the first maybe third was <clears throat> that build up and then the second two thirds was that payoff of because the way in the trailers like dude did you think based off the trailers that this was going to be two thirds of him just being a pothead and like a failed tattoo artist and walking kids to school i, I didn't watch i never trailers. saw the trailers yeah i thought okay <laughs> so i i, I tried dude, not the to trailers for this trailers. Were, but on hulu they're everywhere that's what i hate about hulu is because you have to i have to watch those fucking ads there's always trailers anyway just pay for premium (laughs) i know like an adult (laughs) like a grown-up uh (laughs) anyway so trailers so moral of the story (laughs) i have to listen to all those stupid ads i never listen to ads on spotify anyway (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) the the point is that the trailers made it seem like this is going to be a story of him uh Going to the firehouse and working at the yeah. firehouse and, and kind of, you know, I knew, you know, you know, his dad is dead and that he was a firefighter and all these things. You see, It seems like that's going to happen earlier. And not that I want, I don't have like high expectations based off the trailer. I'm just saying that that would have actually would have been better if the majority of it was that based off of what they were going for. Well, because I, what they were going for was that 
transformation of his character. I guess play devil's advocate for that. Go from like a mental health medical standpoint. We could say like, cause he was on antidepressants. Right. Yes. He talked about that. And so depression can be like that. You can be stuck in that cycle and then something breaks you out of that cycle. Right. So it, can like just last forever he even talked about he mentioned like a couple of things there was like a line i thought about specifically but i can't think of it right now well when he and i didn't write it down it really changed when he found out that his dad like did a bunch of drugs and was kind of like closer to what he was than he thought yeah because like he said he always his dad was always like thought of as a hero yeah which he was they said he was but like he wasn't immortal he like did yeah. fucked up and like did coke and shit. Yeah. So that, like, when he finally heard that, I think that was like his training point where it was like he was that might have been his breakthrough, you know. Mm-hmm. Then he like then he went and see saw his sister and he went to his party. He doesn't like it, but he did just because like, and he said he had a great he time. Had fun, yeah. And that's what I'm saying too. Like it was a pretty accurate representation of like how depression can be because like. It, you just don't have energy. It's andonia is the term. It's your, the lack of doing things that would normally bring you happiness. You know, like if you love video games when you're depressed, you just don't even want to play video games, even though you love video games. Right. So like when he was like going to these things, he, was, like, he didn't even weed. want to use the energy to do right. that because he just then he smoked weed and he goes. Do you guys even, even get, get high, high anymore? anymore? Yeah. yeah. He goes, I haven't been high in He's like, I do it. What does he do? He's like, I do it for the something. I do it for the lifestyle. The lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> that was the funniest part yeah. line for me. Okay. The other really funny scene, I think, was the scene in the park where they first tattoo the kid. Oh, yeah. But he, he's like saying the B and he goes, man, fuck you, B. I'm gangster. And he punch, <laughs> like, punches the B. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes specifically. Yeah, no. Because I, I Those parts are up. pretty funny. <laughs> But yeah, the friend because okay, those parts were really the funny. You know why? Comedy, it's because yeah. yeah, that all the scenes with the friends was so like Apatow esque, just like hangout comedy that like it, that was that you know we're they're just synergy and um, uh, yeah, it just really well. it literally it real like, good chemistry. Like, yeah, with they the friends. felt like old, they felt like real friends. And that yeah. kid trying to buy yeah. oxy goes, I, how about six and we you I charge you for eight or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and then the kid he goes, comes, you know what? I'll give you four like, now. He goes, like, fuck you. Yeah, he's like, four. Uh, you're gonna get four, and I'm trying to fix. You look at your brother. I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Tell your brother that too. Tell him this and fuck him. <laughs> it's like I don't even really like your tattoos. Yeah. You <laughs> he, he just goes, keeps getting tattoos. The terrible. Moises are Arias. They're all and then so the uh, Carla or whatever is real, and they're like, oh shit. And yeah, they like, look through. They're he's like, like oh, looking oh, through. Shit. He goes. <laughs> like thumbs up. Oh, well, yeah, that was like, that felt like a weird. I thought it was funny. Injected okay. scene. I actually did not like the whole scene because like, so he went there, you know, I guess we're spoiling to the like, prison. All right. He okay. went to the, he went to the prison just, you know, to see his friend and to ask him if he could stay with, you know, as plays. Right. Which I didn't really understand his reason for not letting him because he's like, but take care of my no, cat. He, he, I think he went on like the whole thing about the cat. I'm like, well, I think he was being like, like, yeah, it felt I'm like not a scene written for s- like comedy, but wasn't. No, really I think funny. it was like, I felt it was like him 
like making him seem like he wasn't asking or begging to stay at his place. I think he was like, like being a buddy, like, you know, you can't stay there, but you should spend hours with my cat. And like, oh, OK, that's what how I took it. I see. I took it at face. Like he value, didn't, yeah. No, he didn't want it like to seem like he was handing out favors. But he's like, but you got to make sure you. But but he didn't get it. But he didn't get it because that's <laughs> all you right. Know, that's right. That's I how took I it took it. At face yeah. value, he's just like, yeah, you yeah. can't stay there, but yeah, take care of my cat. And I'm just like, then wouldn't it be easier if he just stayed there? Right. <laughs> and you're not there anyway, so why not? I don't know. That, that part was weird. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, yeah. If you if you thought of it as face value, it'd be like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. But yeah. I think it was like for that purpose. Yeah. Well, I mean, it like made sense, but it was... If you take it at face value, it kind of seems just like an injected stupid. scene written yeah. for comedy. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. But yeah, if there's something beneath that. But then you, you kind of also have to grant him more uh, like not or sm- you have to make him smarter than he is because he's kind of like a dumb character. He's yeah, well, he's like he has like, but like, yeah, he's not all there. Yeah. They, they like make it pretty. <laughs> he's like ADD and I'm all fucked up in the head. Yeah, but yeah. Then she goes, don't do anything stupid. He's like, I will. I'm going to do something stupid. I'll t- I don't know what it is, but I'm going <laughs> to. Like, I just, lo- I, I don't know. Yeah. There was definitely parts I liked. I mean, I ended up above, you know, average, yeah. I guess. But do, you wanna, do you have anything like specific scene wise or like nitpick wise? I mean, I'm pretty much to the point where I'm going to like go through some of my notes. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, nitpick. that was one was the whole prison part yeah and then i mean i guess the whole pharmacy part in general i hated that scene. yeah dude. i was just the like, pharmacy what scene was so this? bad i was like yeah that whole scene i was yeah. just like what is the point of the scene it was so bad like yeah. i get the point of it but the way it was played out was just i didn't like it it made no weird. sense yeah it made no sense it was so uh, yeah weird. that's literally what i wrote down like pharmacy scene what the fuck yeah um yeah that the whole pharmacy scene i'm just yeah. like I actually liked the part when he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I thought that was great because like a normal regular comedy would have been that scene that they ended up doing. Yeah. Where they all do it together and then (laughs) crazy hijinks happen. Yeah. Which kind of happened. Which ended up happening. That's why I wish that scene wasn't there because I liked it better before when he's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Which and it was weird (laughs) because like they did. Okay. So like we said, Judd Apatow, right, does these comedies, but they're not like slapsticky. Okay, so his friends are literally robbing a pharmacy and he's swiping on Tinder. It's like, if you, like, his comedies are usually based more in the real world. If yeah. this was the real world and your friends were robbing a pharmacy, would you just be on Tinder, like, or playing Galaga? He was, like, on a game. It's like, you would be paying attention just, like, well, watching them. But I think like, he was trying to the, over-highlight the fact that he's... I get the comedy the aspect, no, but it's ADD. Felt, it But I thought so the part was stupid, dumb. too, it was. because it's like... What is he doing as a lookout anyway? Yeah. No, like, it's like, he, yeah. like, even when the police got there, what is he going to do? Hey, they're here. I think they yeah. were. <laughs> they're already well, no, here. he said, are you up? He's like, can I say something else? <laughs> so, so Sounds like you're trying to fuck. He goes, want to fuck? Want to fuck? Wanna fuck? Wanna, yeah. He goes, answer the phone. Answer the phone. I didn't like, get that messages. whole part, though. Like, why was he trying to contact all of them anyway? Like, he heard the gunshots at that point, right? Well, they thought that maybe he, maybe they shot. Oh, the fu- somebody. I don't know. I don't know why they. And then they no, locked was, the door or whatever. It wasn't a very good. Yeah, he goes, I was trying to lock doors. So He's no like, one I else didn't want anyone in. to come in. Like, who would come in? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That whole no, scene. No, that I scene was a little like, rough, yeah. but. 
specific scene. There was not like that scene. Yeah, pharmacy there was funny scene elements, was definitely but overall, the prison it was scene. Yeah, the prison scene. Um, but I mean, like in a new light. I can yeah, see it was I a can see better, you now. Except for the introduction saying, yeah. of like the girlfriend, it felt like that was just like in, injected as a payoff to the whole catfish scene. You know, which was fine on its own. It didn't even need to have like a payoff or anything. It, I didn't understand that. Um, I, just I, we haven't was, about, like, I think it was trying to highlight like their type of relationship. Yeah, what type of relationship? He sees, like, oh, she's real. Yeah, because they were up. giving him so much shit. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, shit, she was real. Like, I don't know. I think yeah. it was just like, you know, a typical comedy thing thrown in. Right, yeah. yeah it felt like more of that kind of beat. Yeah. Um, but we haven't talked like about, at all about Marissa Tomei, uh, one of the bigger names in the movie. And I felt like she was fine acting, of, of course, but like the character felt a little weird sometimes specific scenes being a nurse in like a hospital she takes this fat kid's phone to make a facetime call to her son <laughs> that was so weird i'm like well, why didn't she have a phone i know or like well, why are you using your phone on your shift it, yeah so That's she takes she so she takes her patience and then yeah. she's like this kid is gonna be sick in front of her and she's like Oh, I'm using he goes, your phone. I tried to tell Shut you. up, kid. I'm using your phone to FaceTime. I tried to, t- I tried to warn you and he pukes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I got to throw up. Uh, was, <laughs> yikes. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. No, not funny. No way. Uh, and then his mom. Okay, so like he's 24, they say. Yep. Yeah, which I'm like, right. he's not 24. No, Why did they not. pick him so young? You know young? how old he is, actually? He's no. like 27 or He's 26. Oh, he's 26? Okay. Yeah. I don't so know. For like, me, he looks so two, old, though. So. I know, but it's only two years younger. Uh, than I thought he was twenty-seven. Um, I thought he was. Our He'll age. be twenty-seven. I in thought November. he was our age. But like he's 28. twenty-four, and then they play up. They kind of play up this angle of she, not uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Accepts, not accepts, but motivates, or what's another word for enables. that? Enables. Enables this lifestyle. His lifestyle. I did that. Tw- this they, is the second time build- today that no one could think of that word. <laughs> I did it twice <laughs> today. Yeah. <laughs> they build up this uh, perception of her enabling his lifestyle, and then it's like boom, flip of the flip of the hat, turn of that. She like kicks him out, kicks him out of the house. Well, yeah. What? Why did she kick it, him out well, at that part? Because, because she got, he got in a fight with her ex boyfriend at that point, which she found. The him on top of him, though. right? That's and what I'm, I'm saying. Then she's well, like, she "You already, both." She leave. already like, wanted why? to kick him out. She already wanted to kick him out. That's but why? But kick know. him because out fully and cut him off completely, and basically saying, "If you, do you know what? He can't find depressed. a place to stay. Like, he can't even find a place to stay. Like literally, if she didn't, no, there's he no, would like, be on the street. I'm not justifying the motivations. I'm just saying that it just seemed weird that for soul they build up this thing of like. You have enabled him to be this way. You have enabled his lifestyle. And then, boom, drop of a hat. Okay, I'm going to kick him out. If he's on the street, I don't care. Yeah, if he's homeless, whatever. Yeah, but whatever. he's only 24. I know. Like, that seems Most people live with their parents weird. these days later than 24. Like That's a common age to still be living at home, yeah. honestly. The main thing I'm just saying is like in the movie, they have these themes of, oh, this is your son or whatever. You raise him, and but he is this way because... His dad died and you've raised him or whatever. You're kind of, you have done some, you've enabled this, right? That's what I'm saying. And then boom, as soon as he gets in the fight, I'm going to kick you out. If you're homeless, you're homeless. Yeah, which I think that, that like a mom wouldn't weird. do though. Like if you, he, right. I think that Bill Burt, like Bill Burt, Ray. 
like shine the light on it. Yeah. And then she like found I know. out about him. And then the problem is, okay, but the, I don't no, even no, have I'm a problem ju- with. I'm still not justifying. But yeah, I don't have like, a problem with like that's what she what did. For. The, I guess the main thing is it felt like just a plot device to get him to the firehouse. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the whole so reason that happened that, that's why it was, was to build a relationship between Ray exactly. and him. Like, Which is, again, if, if well, maybe the first that was half was the, motivation. If the first third was a setup and the last two thirds were this transformation arc, it would have been better. Again, that's like the whole underlying. That's my whole problem with this. Like movie. maybe it's maybe we were thinking there could have like, been like a different way. Maybe to do Marissa it. Tomei's like character was like, yeah. oh, I want to get, I want them to make like get together. Like there was no obvious reason why you would think. But that. she wouldn't. But know I'm saying that. like maybe they That's were. Like, he, she wanted to be with Ray, but she wanted her son to like Ray because she would never. That's. I feel like that's too much credit for her character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But she would maybe, be like maybe a that's what planner. Maybe that's what some later. people like. Maybe that's what they were going for, and yeah. like, it wasn't obvious. I mean, enough. even the relationship that started between her and Ray seemed a little rushed to me. Like he just came back. He's like, "I'm so sorry." You know, you don't have coffee. Really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just felt like. Yeah, I mean, she a goes, lot of the scenes, like I said, I think a lot of the scenes kind of feel forced. It just feels... They were, like, just there they're trying to, to get do to the a next point. thing. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to get to a point, yeah. and however they get there is not, like, perfect. And that's where, I, like I said before, it, it was just, out of the writing. They're all obvious. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like too long Like, the direction is good. It's just, like, yeah, the writing... It's too how long it of a movie with unnecessary plot devices. Like, yeah. they could have shortened this movie and, like, removed the plot devices... Oh, they could have like, been easily sure in this movie. I mean, oh, yeah, like a half hour, you probably could have There's shown. so like many hour, scenes. I could see this movie being hour 45, hour 50. Yeah. Like just under two hours. Like but. even his friends even getting caught and going to prison didn't have to be a thing. Right. That whole, yeah, the pharmacy scene. That, but, and them there later never had to happen. I guess you needed it to happen so he couldn't have a place to stay because yeah, his friends are in jail. Yeah, it, it does feel like confused kind of between this him and his relationship with his friends, his family, Bill Burr, you know, all of these things, they don't come together perfectly. There See, is something really great in here. If it was trimmed down, trim the fat down and all that stuff. But yeah, um, well, you can me tell too. it was done with right. talent. There's tons right, that's of what talent it's, it's in the not acting, the direction, and the right, like yeah. directing the cinematography. Well like, there's tons well of stuff that could like yep. have made this a great movie and it didn't. It flubbed. For you, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it's got it's really. Good I know reviews. it does have pretty it's good like, reviews. It's I like, can't believe that. It's like yeah. raining as like there. People are saying this is Avatar's best film. I don't. No. See I've seen that. a lot, like multiple reviews of that. Yeah, they're dumb. Well, I mean, forty-year-old <laughs> virgin, but that's like so old now. I think that like who cares how old it is. I it's think that still, just the fact I didn't that this even is see like, it. the first time I saw that movie was knocked like up a and year, couple years ago. I think knocked up is like knocked great as Ford Virgin works as a very very good comedy because it's more to- going for total comedy. Yeah, I would knocked just say up that's works more as like funny, a as yeah. a more realistic relationship. Funnier. Yeah, funny and dramedy. I think it's just but, showing also like the evolution of. Judd I Apatow, even like I funny people more probably. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, don't even I would have, have seen to. It. You haven't seen it? Yeah. I don't think it's, so. I might I have. Know. I've seen Trainwreck too, and I don't remember anything. I haven't watched Trainwreck yet. That's but with Bill Hader and 
I know, and I don't. LeBron. Remember, oh, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bill Hader's like his agent or something. That was. Right? Yeah, I remember. That. And I had, LeBron uh, had some funny What's scenes. her name? At the Amy Pool. Yeah. Amy, not Polar. Amy Schumer. <laughs> Polar. Yeah. The other Amy. I remember that. Yeah. The other blonde. LeBron was funny in that movie. Yeah, he was really good in that yeah. movie. Okay, last two things for King Silent for me. I just want to say real quick, loved the f- like one of the first scenes. If we're talking about depression, I loved the scene of him driving, and he just like closes his eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved so that. It started out so. I strong. wish it would have been more scene. like that. It and then literally the first scene. Yeah, it and then out I so feel strong. like it brushes like that mental illness of depression. Like I feel like it brushes it kind of under the rug after that. Well. Yeah, I love. I, I get that it's there, but it feels like it's not. I like his character a lot. Like he would apparent. like. He would go through like stages where he would just like start talking like, like what 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 the fuck what just like just start like, going and losing it like I I really, I felt like that was like, like I feel like that's how Pete Davidson is if you were just like. I honestly have like no frame of reference for him. This is the first thing I've seen him in ever in anything. I've no. never seen any SNL. Any you watch the Jesus Rolls? Let's not. <laughs> he was in that. He was in that for like two <laughs> seconds. Okay, I'm just saying. You, you said you said nothing SNL ever, other than yeah, the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen him. You well, haven't seen SNL skits or anything? No, none. Not really. Uh, okay, last good. thing, last thing. It, there's the, again, transformation arcs, character arcs. This is more surface, but he wants to be a tattoo artist. <laughs> He's known as being bad. And then they go through this, they want to make this huge point of him improving by Bill Burr looking at uh, his no, son's going with yeah, superhero yeah. character. Something that bothered me too. And he's like, oh, this is really good. Holy he's shit. He's so shitty. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, well, okay, I'll let you tattoo my back. And then it's all shit. I'm like, because what the fuck? <laughs> Why? You know what made that even worse, though, for me? Is they kept, like, everyone was looking at it with, like, eyes. They're like, oh. Yeah, I know. I was like, like, what the I thought fuck? You, I, I thought, think that was supposed to be a comedy part, too. But it was but it dumb. Just, oh, it was I so thought, stupid. like, I thought they did that whole part because, like, he's <laughs> known as being the screw-up the whole movie. Yeah, and now he was doing something beautiful. It was yeah. going to be this beautiful thing. I did and then too, they showed I, it and I'm like, no, it's still shit. But then I changed my frame of thought. Like, oh, maybe that was like supposed to be the funny part. Like, oh, he's going to be really good, like cheesy. And but it's it like, wasn't funny. And it wasn't good. <laughs> I know. But, but I just saying, felt like, like it would have been better if it was good. Like, yeah, it's like, like just, then it okay. would have like completed his arc. And then know? I was wondering, I was like, OK, so it shows like him doing a bunch of he's doing the tattoo in a different a bunch of different places and i was like wow this is taking a long time to do a tattoo i thought he was just like really trying to focus and get like what this one yeah me too perfect me too but he's just doing a bunch of small shitty ones shitty tattoos yeah i thought it like and then it shows the so it's like the family portrait or whatever (laughs) he's like i don't know how to do the eyes yeah like he's always always spent too much time on the eyes if they would (laughs) have revealed that his back piece was just the family portrait and it would have been looked really good that would have been stronger point yeah i think that would have been too cliche but that would have completed the arc that they they were cliche they didn't do anything special the whole time The whole movie, yeah. There's like a ton of cliche things. Why are they trying to not be cliche now? For the last to moment. go for comedy that's not funny. Uh, I I laughed because I was like, I it was not it funny. So bad. Oh. No, 
But the another funny scene <laughs> was Action Bronson scene. When he goes, no, man, I wasn't shot. I felt oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, oh, yeah. But when he whispers to it, he goes, hey, tell my dad, fuck him. I like and some of that, but... It was then, funny. Uh, it was still random. Yeah. Though, yeah, it is random, and it builds up to like, it's just a plot device to get to the scene know, where he has to take go. off his shirt. Oh, take off your clothes. You got blood all over him. And then she sees his back. Because like, who, what is, who is that guy? And what, what does he have to do Jackson with the Bronson? movie? Well, yeah. He cooks stuff. Okay, he, but no, he the, smokes a lot of weed and does like he's like a personality. Yeah, and he's he injected like into the movie for yeah. no, at a random like point. And shit. Yeah. He's injected in at a random point to get to the point to the next point where well, Bill Burr has to take too. his shirt off. I mean, oh, I forgot Kelly he was. was he, uh, he's more of like a stunt casting. He, like that's not a plot Everything device. He's ever he's been just, in ever. Yeah, <laughs> just oh look, that's him. He's not a device to get anywhere. He's just a character that says "fuck off" to. Him for being a tattoo artist. Who's in the an apprentice? See that Machine Gun Kelly was like I don't know. He was also in a uh, Bird Box too. No, but we just saw it. I know we just saw him in something. I keep don't the remember. hunt. He was in the hunt, was he? Was he? Mm, no, no. no he it wasn't. was around that time though. Yeah, I don't. But he had like a pretty decent role in that. I mean, he never does anything like terribly. It's just like every time I see him, I can't take him seriously. Oh fuck! And he hasn't like changed. He's in your favorite that? movie, Bright. I've never seen Bright. Yeah, neither have I. Um, the special effects are really cool. That was like the only. Yeah, good I watched Big Time, Big Time Adolescence. He was in. Nope, before that. Dude, Dude we, it's we, only Bird Box. Like, told you Captive State. Did you watch Captive State? He was known for Bird Box, and but I just like I'm like, is that that one guy who got? He was in Nerve, Eminem but once? Nerve was a long time ago. Nope, not that movie. That was oh, like his that biggest. Too. That was like his biggest role. Oh, well, the Dirt. I watched that. I've never seen that, so and we haven't talked about that. But no, I, I, it is nothing that we've talked God. about on the show. I yeah, I don't know. You're high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Every time I see him, I can't take him seriously. He like always drags it a little bit. Maybe, I feel like if you didn't know who he was, though, you would just look at him like this is a good casting for him almost because he doesn't no, stand he out. Fit well, per- and he just he like fit well in this. Yeah, like position, if you didn't know yeah. who he was, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't stand out, so that's why it's good. Well, yeah, <laughs> or also the fact that it's like, then why him? Why not just anybody? Well, yeah, but that's what stunt casting. <laughs> but no one knew he was. I didn't know he was in this movie. I yeah, feel I like either, stunt casting. It's like, oh shit! Like I they, think this was the best thing I've seen him in. <laughs> this was the well, Bird Box. I mean, he did fine. I guess he never does like bad. bad. He's not bad. The it's Dirt. Just, he has a very prevalent role. He's I one don't of the main know if characters. I've seen that, it's about Molly Crew. Molly Crew, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. Like I haven't a, watched it, but it's on HBO, right? Mo- like a docu- it's not a Netflix movie. Oh, it's Netflix. Yeah, yeah that was HBO for no. some reason. Like a mockumentary of sorts, I guess. Like it's. I thought it was based on the book. It's or based something. on like their life, but I don't know. Yeah, it's like a biopic, I guess. Biopic. I say I don't know. Sure. I say biopic. Also, Jamie Foxx is gonna be Mike Tyson in a, in a biopic. Mike Tyson? just got released. Jamie Foxx. Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> hey okay, man, it's your girlfriend, and I'm mad. Uh, let's Tito. let's rate. Uh, oh, do you have yeah. guys have anything else no. to say? Okay, let's rate the king of Staten Island. I gave it a, a fair score of three. <laughs> I was okay. a three and a half. I was a two and a half. Let's get into our next featured review. 
which is going to be The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods is Spike Lee's new movie. The Five Bloods is directed by Spike Lee. It is written by Danny Bilson, Paul DeMio, uh, Spike Lee, and Kevin Wilmot. It stars Delray Lindo, Jonathan Majors, Clark Peters, Norm Lewis, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., uh, Paul Walter Hauser. Oh, we're getting into some other Nobody. guys. Anyway, I wanted to get Chadwick <laughs> Boseman. I wanted to get Chadwick Boseman in there. <laughs> From down he's, the street. He's further down on the list, but Chadwick Boseman. Um, oh, yeah. It was plot on. synopsis he reads, way in the back. Four African-American vets battle the forces of man and nature when they return to Vietnam seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader and the gold fortune he helped them hide. Let's take a listen to a clip. Give it up! Finally! Finally! Yeah, man, how you doing? I'm all right. Bring it in. Come here, you. I'm telling this is Stone Cold Trip being back here in country. Mm, baby, we got off that plane, got a heat, hit me upside the head, skabop, uh, just like in 68. Yeah, brother man, we are back. The blood is back. Our blood don't die, we just multiply. Yeah, yeah. Soon to be five. <laughs> Okay, what did you guys think of The Five Bloods? I think that I liked it quite a bit, actually. I thought it was great, actually. Um, I thought the timing of it was insane. Right. That Spike Lee somehow like predicted the future. He didn't. But... The movie got written in 2016. I have not seen... But... This also comes back to have I have not seen this, but have you seen Do the Right Thing? No. Okay, so Do the Right Thing was made in the nineties. His, his and movie? it is more what? Doesn't he have a movie called Do the Right Thing? That's what I just said. No, you just said do you, have you seen the movie Do the Right yeah, Thing? Yeah. yeah. Talking his about Spike movie. Lee though. Okay. Okay. In the nineties, more that movie is more relevant now than really? when it was then. Like it's 89. so relevant now. Okay. Eighty nine. Eighties. Okay, 89. So, I mean 90, but yeah, 89, yeah. So, that movie's more relevant now than ever. It's, like, crazy, like, just how, like, you can take, which kind of speaks to history, like. That it's, like, take a a decade, boom, talk about black oppression. Holy shit, it's relevant now. Like, that's how long oppression has been going on. Right. And Isn't it needs to change. Like, three decades. <laughs> more that? than that. Well, three. obviously, but <laughs> since that movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, Isn't John Turturro in that movie? Yeah. So, it is crazy that it seems relevant now, but it's just how he is always thinking. Like, he's in that space of this needs this oppression needs to change. So, yeah. It seems crazy, but... Yeah, it's just because of the timing. It was very well timed. Yeah, but exactly. it's a very timely movie. Yes, and yeah, I mean, I liked. I thought there was a lot of experimental type things in this movie that I did like. Even they were a little weird. Um, I'll get into more detail about that later, I guess. Okay, but yep. uh, I thought it was beautiful for the most part. A lot of the parts. I mean, it was filmed in Vietnam, clearly, and it was beautiful. Uh, I liked a lot of the 
topics that it was covering. I liked the mental health that it went into, which was portrayed awesome. The only major thing that I hated was the special effects of this movie were bad, like bad, mm-hmm. like comic. Not just bad. like, <laughs> not just like. Okay, like they were bad. Comically like I've seen bad, YouTube yeah. videos with better special effects than yeah, this. Oh boy, yeah, like <laughs> you know, I can't think of uh, the dude that did high school. Yeah, uh, Freddie Wong. Yeah, right? that guy, and that was from years ago. Yeah. and his looked at least that good. Oh yeah, if not better. So I don't know. That was weird to me. That, but everything else was really well done for the most part. And I, the risks and stuff that were taken with it, I liked. I don't think everything worked very well there was just parts of the story that were weird i don't know but overall i really enjoyed it um okay i didn't like this movie um and my biggest gripe with it is how heavy-handed it was it was like injecting so much unnecessary information to like try to highlight these like black people that were like stars, which I'm perfectly fine with, but I felt like it was trying to do too much. And they like, cause this is the same writer as black Klansman. Same director, which right. this, and like, they were saying that this, if you like don't very know, similar. that is his style is to be heavy handed. Like Spike Lee is not subtle at all. No. Right. But, well, I've never seen Black Klansman, but it's like yeah. I was reading things about this movie and they were saying that like Black Klansman like this movie is similar in Black Klansman, but not as like good because it was too direct with certain like factual yes. things rather than Totally. That's fair. Like in and, and like direct things like injecting facts like dates and names and stuff where black Klansman was like in your face but i guess it wasn't as like factual it was just like these are the harsh realities and this is how it is but it's not like trying to shove down the throat of like i know these are who you're these are the people but i haven't seen black Klansman, so i can't really i have i liked it you guys both have i haven't comment i can't comment on that but but what i got from it is what a lot of, I guess some of the gripes were with it was the fact that it was too heavy handed. I also think the acting was suspect at times. Um, Paul had a couple of good scenes, which was the PTSD guy. But for the vast majority, I, there was no acting that was like, oh, that's good acting. Like all of it was average to below average other than Chadwick Boseman, which I think he was the only actor where I was like, it, and he's obviously a very, very competent actor. Like Chadwick Boseman's really good, and I felt like if he wasn't in the movie, this movie would be even worse than it was for me. Just because I didn't think the acting was that bad. The foreign actors were horrible. Um, even what's his face from? He was on Godzilla. He was a French guy. Really? Oh, John Renault. Yeah, Jean, Jean Renault. I thought he was bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought he was fine. Debauchier, his name was, or something in the movie. Yeah. I but I took it more as a stylistic choice. It w- I think it was stylistic, but that it doesn't excuse over the, the fact of 
No, I don't think they were trying can't. to go. I don't think it was over. I think it was just low budget, and that affected it because it was like thirty five million, which is pretty low budget in terms, especially in terms of Spike Lee movies, because he's such like he's pretty an acclaimed director. So like this was like a pretty small budget for him, and I think that's that kind of affected the special effects, the acting. Um, the I, there was writing issues, and I think that was because it was originally written by somebody in 2016, and then Spike Lee and the other dude that you said mm. adapt like took that f- screenplay and changed it. So like, like at points, I felt like it was like clashing a little bit. Like you could oh, yeah. tell the oh yeah, you could really tell <laughs> the difference between what Spike Lee did and what the original script was. Yeah, there's two movies, like two or three movies mashed up into this. And that's what, that really, really affected it. And it didn't help that the fact it was like two, two hours and 40 minutes, 235. Right. So that like, it was like, like really dragged on for me. Yeah. Honestly. And like, I even, I don't like breaking it up because we know it's, but I like was forced to break it up this time and it's still like I watched an hour the first time and then hour 35 and both times it felt really long. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Cause that's like my, one of my main things is that I did like it, but I'm really struggling between, you know, liking it and it being just like average, like washing over me. Cause I think a lot of the messages are pretty powerful. I like, I like what he's going yes. for. Um, it does, it, you know, technically it is, it is done pretty well. Um, but damn the runtime, dude, it's like, it's the same it's, length as it's the same length as like the shortest Tarantino movie. It felt so long. So long. I do not check the times on movies very I checked often, like but four I checked times. it like <laughs> five or six yeah. times. I was like, when is this? gonna end i couldn't take it i couldn't either and and i split it up and i'm it not even hard. and that's not even me saying it's bad because overall i did like it like i did like the movie it just detracted but from it yeah it just felt so long i don't know why um, it felt like a like a three it felt longer than the extended cut of like a lord of the rings movie. yeah and yeah. um <laughs> my like jacob said his main criticism was the cg i think that's like the least concern I have with a movie like this because it's straight to Netflix and it's a Spike Lee movie. So I'm not going into this thinking, all right, this is Michael Bay's (laughs) um, next theatrical hit. You know, I don't look for the CG. So the helicopter crash, yeah, it looked like shit, but who cares? It's a Spike Lee movie. It's a Spike Lee movie that is going for a story and the drama. It's not going for the special effects. So, I forgive some of that stuff. Yeah, it brings it down a little bit. It's not going to make the movie perfect, but that's a very small factor. So my fact is, it just completely took me out of the movie every time I saw a special effect. I'm See, just I didn't like, like, oh, I'm watching. I don't know a movie. what effect besides the helicopter crash that was that every effects driven. The gunshots looked horrible. Yeah, gunshots. but all of that was done in like a flashback memory scene of Vietnam. So it's no, like, I mean, even the present day. Yeah. Oh, when stuff. they do like the, the, the standoff. The, the standoff. Okay. Yeah. I guess the like, blood. I mean, you could classify that, I guess, as visual effects, but the blood looked horrible. Yeah, the digital blood, like, yeah, yeah sure, that's all part of that. It's all wrapped into the same thing for me. It doesn't. I don't care about any of that shit. And for the most part, I feel like that is more 
intentional and aesthetic. Yeah, like he's going for a campy feel during those scenes rather than other scenes. But the main thing for me was that it was just, it felt so mishmash and like I said, Frankenstein of a couple different stories. Like I wish it would have been more focused in on one thing. I feel like he wanted to get across three or four messages instead of like one or two really powerful messages. And it just didn't work in that way. So So I literally wrote general thoughts. That's, that's all I got, but yeah, yeah. let's get into more. I literally wrote cluttered, messy and heavy handed. Yeah. Were like my three key like taglines for this. Yeah. It's about it for me. Yeah. But yeah, very close. We can get into, uh, Oh, I also wrote, seems like they were trying to eject facts into it that were out of place. Yeah, which is very Spike Lee also. So like if you're yeah, not familiar, seen, I'm not familiar, I need to I need to watch more Spike Lee myself also. So like it helps to see other things to know their style. That right. way when you're going in, you're like, oh, this is just that could have helped style. it for me. Because right. like the opening with like the history intersecting and stuff, that's totally Spike Lee. That uh, that is like what that. I'm talking about. Yeah. That, that part is just so like uh, his style, I don't have a problem with. I like that stuff. I like yeah, I him. Too. I like him flashing to uh, Olympic figures and and yep. portraying you know uh, black heroes and black Americans and all part that stuff. Was awesome. Yeah, and the history intersecting real I history. I mean, I like the end too. The Viet yeah. uh, the Viet Cong and um, they show they show uh, he show he holds on a frame of like three seconds or four seconds of uh, that picture of the children Viet, uh, Vietnam children like that was hard the massacre yeah, yeah it's, that hard, was hard. it's hard to look at but he wants you to look at it yeah like all that stuff I love it's just like the editing and yeah. things like that editing when they bad. Uh, they go through um, historical places of like what's happening and every place has a has a, a obviously where it's happening you know let's say it's Atlanta Georgia and you're talking like, about in the bottom left corner yeah yeah and every all, scene it's like boom 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 oh I'm my like God. okay Spike if you want me to look at this and if you want me to see this I gotta at least have time to read what's going on and right. I gotta know what's happening like it it's was like just boom seconds, boom yeah. every yeah like I'll like slow it down for a second and then on top of that the uh the interjection of so he'll go from you know film or digital whatever obviously digital too yeah. uh just in a like a picture like a digital picture right which is totally fine it's a stylistic choice he shows the digital picture he's looking at a phone right and then it's like the same the picture from the phone is just what's on your screen right yep. yeah and then they'll say uh oh it was storm and norm and they'll show a picture oh, of storm God, and norm yeah right and then like some of that stuff works and then but like then they'll say something about like a wreath. They'll say something about a person and they'll show that person for like, like, a split like for example, second. the Olympic athlete, which worked really well, but then they'll be like, say like a, a, just like a passing statement about Aretha Franklin. And then they'll show a picture of Aretha Franklin. I'm like, I didn't need to see that. Like, I know who that is. Like you don't need to yeah. show a picture of her just because you're talking about her. That was the facts part. I'm, and like, yeah. there was one bad, like really bad scene where he he's just like, needs to balance that better where he was, they were like all talking and they go, and then Milton Olive, who was the first black man that jumped on a grenade, he was 18 years old, 59 days and three, 35 seconds old right. when he jumped out of that grenade. Would I do that? No, but that man did it. He's a real hero. And I'm like, like that was like an ejected scene where I'm like, you don't need to give me but, all those okay. statistics of 
and then show a picture of him. No, no, I know what you're saying. Same. But like that was a real person. Right. But like, they're so like, oh, you should be that. like this. But like, like what I'm saying is, okay, so they do that. But what I'm saying is like where he's like, you need to sing it like Aretha. Right. Like with a little bit of oomph or whatever. And it, but then it'll show a picture of Aretha. I'm like, that was more of just like a passing statement rather than saying this person was a hero. Like, if you want to highlight heroes and stuff like that, that's great. Right. Those are real people do that. But like in a passing by statement about someone, you know, you, we don't need to see a real picture of them flashed up on yeah. the screen. I did, that's what that was like. I was saying what well, that was my heavy handed part was stuff like that. And like I said, the Milton Olive and then they were like, then he's like, I guess if we're going into spoilers ish, if you want to watch it, don't let's like skip ahead. But spoilers, when he's like on the landmine, he goes, Where, what school do you go to? The house. Oh, the house. Okay, yeah. more house, right. Who was so-and-so? In 1979, he did this and this and this. I'm like, he's not standing on a mine. Like, you're not going to ask this dude, like. Maybe he's just trying the, to keep him calm. Though. Yeah, but there's other ways to do that other than like, in, like injecting. Actually, hold the, on, pause. I got, I got something to say about that scene. <laughs> so yeah that scene was like really annoying to me there was a couple like scenes where like all their scenes where you'd be like man that's doo doo or that's poo poo well like, I know what you're saying like injecting okay like the writing seemed like it was trying to inject something when it didn't really need to be there Yes, and like for the most part I didn't have a problem with it. Like if it worked. So like, I think the mind scene, him talking about a former athlete from Morehouse worked. My problem with the, with the landmine scene was that it just doesn't seem realistic at all. And he pulls him and he to just be like able to runs. pull him and then it, Yeah. It just like blows up. Like, do you know what a blast radius is? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, they, I think they blow straight <laughs> up in the air is what they are. Yeah. But they still have shrapnel. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Mines? landmine, but yeah, it's yeah. still an explosion. I think it explodes upwards, though. It's not yeah, a bouncing Betty. It just seemed, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, just seemed, seemed unbelievable. The whole every war scene in this movie was unbelievable. Which again, I think some of it was kind of going back to like a campy nineties almost feel, like like, like grindhouse ish. Yeah, like very slightly that, but you know kind of played up especially at the end when it was like mustache twirling villain but <laughs> yeah um yeah what uh are we do we we went through general thoughts you want to get into like details yeah, yeah we kind of I already want... did like a little bit of spoilers but from here on i would say heavy spoilers uh for the five bloods on netflix for free i'm gonna say watch it just because it's it's a spike lee movie and it but and it's very um, it's important to the time it's important to the time the yeah. messages are great yeah but it's not gonna be for everybody so yeah, yeah. clearly i liked it way more guys <laughs> yes uh you can i guess you can give all those are like nitpicks like honestly like we're talking about the whole story being like mishmash cobbled like that's it, not a nitpick. I don't like, think it was that mismatch. I think though. the whole plot and was just like, like so cliche too. Like we're going back to Vietnam to treasure hunt, and then the Viet Cong. No, I like I that. Don't think any movies. I like think that. the scenes just don't. I don't know. I think this. 
I think a lot could be cut out of this movie as well. I do think it was too long, but I don't think it was enough to bring it down that much. Like it was beautifully shot. Like one of my favorite scenes was the dancing scene when they first get to Vietnam with the apocalypse Apocalypse now, Now. which is also a reference to the movie apocalypse now. Yeah. Which which was weird though. Like, a Multiple club. Times. Okay, why would a yeah, club, a club in Vietnam have apocalypse now? Because up? it's showing you the change in times, like where Vietnam is now, which they further enhance. How does with that the, show the time change? Because like they were hated Americans, but they don't anymore. It's like yeah, that whole history it isn't American war that strong that it is now. Like we call it the Vietnam War, they call it the okay. American War. Yeah, so it was a reference to it, like showing you the change. From when that movie came out, how they felt to how it is now, like the youth now doesn't care about that. Just like we didn't like you think of Vietnam. Do <laughs> but you- it's a weird thing for it's it would be a weird thing for us. Like if uh, if Afghanistan had a movie about an Afghan soldier going into the U.S. or something like that to infiltrate and find his squad leader or something like that. I, it's more of a it's more of a parable to w- exactly what they're doing is they're going to find their fallen squad leader apocalypse now is he's going to find his his leader that went crazy i mean like <laughs> but japan for it example it just seems weird like, that, like we nuked japan but they love america now like they have yeah. tons of american bars they have tons of like american flags everywhere and stuff like they wear as fashion they're just smart economically like I'm saying, no, like Japanese love Americans on a whole. They think great of American people. It just seems weird for them to celebrate a movie that is about a vet that... That's against Vietnam. Right. It just seems weird to me. I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. I I totally get it. Yeah. It just seems weird. I think that was also another heavy-handed thing that's like... But I think it's less of them celebrating it and more of them just like showing how it doesn't have strength against them anymore. Yeah, accepting it of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it is a movie. But uh, that's, that exact emotion was portrayed perfectly in the in the drink-buying scene. Right, but I felt so like that just... I didn't that just, see Apocalypse Now. That just further... <laughs> and them just dancing down the middle of the thing, like... I love that scene. Oh, I, I love like that, that scene, scene, too, but yeah. I'm saying, like, the drink-buying scene is perfect. Like, they are buying you... And they were a part they of are, the Viet You're Kong. both vets... You are the enemy, and you're buying. He is buying you a drink like that. Right. Portrayed it perfectly. Like that was see. better at portraying it. Yeah. But I think showing the apocalypse now was also just a nod to an old movie, or it could have been just Spike Lee jerking off to you know old cinema. Right. Probably. Who knows? But I mean, <laughs> like I don't think I feel like that's a small thing. It was just. Oh yeah, no, it was. Now. Yeah, it wasn't like, very. Any, small. It did not drive any. But the scene anything. with them buying them a drink was a great scene. Yeah, that was a great scene. And, yeah, I mean, I absolutely loved Paul. I thought his scenes of PTSD were so accurate and so well done, especially like on the boat scene. With the guy who kept trying the chicken. I thought that was horrible. That was so bad. Because you guys don't understand it. Like PTSD, how it works. I get it, but. Like that scene was perfect. No, that seemed like a cliche, like over like portrayal of it. Like this was, okay, so he's like a Viet Cong and he's just forcing him to, he's just asking him over and over to buy this chicken. He's like, no, no, no. And then escalates. Like it seems like, yeah, I could have written that scene with no knowledge of PTSD. That's what it seems like. No, because like a it regular person, like you and I, if a ca- guy kept asking me to buy a chicken, I wouldn't freak out like he did. I like the guy shoved the chicken in his face. 
No, he was like any, freaking out. I like that like was that was affected the rest of the movie. That entire freak out right there led the entire thing that led to his PTSD I for think, the rest of the movie. No, I think he had it the whole like he had PTSD, it was, but yeah. it's the fact that like you and I we're not going to freak out like he did. Well, like that's how it works. Like it's like keeps bringing back, keeps bringing back and then when it finally he just snapped, then he was snapped. Well, I just think like that he you was could snapped. like People with a bad temper would act the same way. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, didn't I like, got my chip tooth in a bar like because I told a guy like he had to leave. His breaking point, like, because he goes from. He, but it was he after goes like from he that touched to, him. He goes back to the same way like he is. Like he. And then he has this whole transformation with his son, which is weird. He goes the from. But that's how it works. Then, that's how PTSD works. It's just so, like, up and down with him and. I get that's how that's it works. That's how it but, works, though. Okay. Like, it was like so him, realistic. Okay, it him was wanting extreme. to buy the chicken, like, it... I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Because like, it was such be a small way. thing. Like, I think you missed it. Like, it, it's such know. a small thing. Like, that's a little thing. Like, no, not really, because it's he was annoying. It's annoying. It. He it's, shoved the chicken in the dude's face. And like, that's I'd be what, pissed, too. Not like that, though. Well, like, yeah, but he's I imagine you'd be like, he kept, like, just be like, yeah, yeah. I would told him to get the, like, he told him no, like, a thousand times. Yeah, he said no, he's like, no means no. He could have just walked away. No, the dude was, like, stirring him up. Okay, you don't have to have PTSD. Even if you're a level-headed person or a hot-headed person. I'd be fucking pissed. It would be, yeah, it would be the same as that. A hot-headed person would react the same way without PTSD. I'm telling you, I have, like, ten friends that would probably regular So, exactly. So, you guys would go, hey, gook, you're this, 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 like. Well, he says that because he was in the war, but that doesn't have anything. It to brought him no. back to the war. Like he's he just, trying he to be calm. He's in a place that was like terror, like messed him up for his entire life. He's there. He's trying to enjoy it. He has not enjoyed it from the beginning. He didn't even want to accept that guy's drinks because he's a Trump supporter who's, you know, like all this and stuff. I mean, like, I wouldn't. He didn't Again, even have to do with Trump. It was yeah. such a small views. thing. He didn't even, I'm to saying he didn't even want to accept a drink from someone. And then not this guy, he's messing PSD. with him. He's trying to no, be calm. Because they were he's trying calm. to not break into it. But it's been bothering him this whole time that he's there. It's bothering him that he's there. You can see that from the beginning that he does. He's not happy. He does yeah, not know, like Vietnamese people. He's not happy with where he is. He's I just against think, all of this. Yeah, I agree I don't with think, that. I don't yeah, think I do that's too, yeah. PTSD. No, PTSD is like, I'd be pissed too. And like any, like I said, like 10 people I know... Would have been You're just as mad as he was. You're saying you would be pissed, but there's a difference between pissed and what happened. No, afterwards. I literally know one dude. He in was particular. freaking out. All of his friends. He's like, I see ghosts. You see ghosts, right? Like that's a normal person. Well, that was like through the whole movie. No, that, that was, was yeah. right after that scene. That yeah, scene but he was talking about that before that. Yeah, that caused it brought him, him back. That caused him to say that he had been seeing ghosts the whole time. They right, said you were but talking that was your a breaking point. Shit. That was like. Yeah, he brings it up to his friends, but but like that's what I'm trying to say is like he's had PTSD. Yes, he's seen. But that norms. showed he you how unstable he every was. Night. That was a small thing. Anybody yeah, that's, I mean, not but really, that's what I'm though. saying though is they could have shown his unstableness in a more nuanced way rather than this scene that just. But seems it's not so nuanced. That's what happens. No, but it like, can be yeah. a twist like that, but instantly. I'm, no, but that was like that was like this this chicken dude was like fucking drilling in his face. Like if he would have been like. Did it like yeah. three times and he'd be like, okay, fuck oh you, fuck gosh. you, fuck you. 
Like you wouldn't, would you do that? You would freak out and talk about ghosts and shit and things blowing up and bringing you back to a war. No, you would not. Yeah, but I didn't have. Yes, a a normal person could get mad with that happening. Yes, but that was. It wasn't just mad. It wasn't just mad. You need to rewatch that whole part. But that's what I I think. That's what he's saying is like okay, so like just like with King of Staten Island, he's saying that like the chicken scene was just written there to be a plot device to get him to talk about ghosts. So it doesn't seem like a well inserted and I think there could have been different. nuanced way to get him to to confront his PTSD. It's just in there to but that just, wasn't to the highlight hammered in there. He was talking about like multiple times like the whole boat ride they kept talking to him and he was just like saying things like he was getting a little intense with his son and stuff like the whole thing. Yeah, and that's then what finally I'm saying, that it, was it builds like up break- well and then it that's 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 the breaking point cuz it's a small thing. It is a small yeah, I thing. I wanted something better. I don't know. It yeah. that's just how it works in real life though. Like it's not like like if you're in real life, do you expect some well-written thing that happens? No. Yeah, well you could say that about every movie. No, then. you can't because well, we're this was a movie also. This was supposed a, to be well written. Yeah. Yeah. And like it was just a small thing. Like this wasn't like supposed to be that big thing. It's just a little thing that I mean, happened that you could have got mad, but you can thing. see how mad and like what that caused that small of a thing caused him. Like he I think could not just, get over it. I think it was just try, like it was just showing like his temper more than like PTSD. No, because right after that he was talking about ghosts and shit. Yeah, but they already said that he was like talking asleep and stuff. So like that was already known. Was it though? Yeah, I think that was, was more after that it, scene. No, it was already known because his son says like talks to Otis on that boat ride to the thing saying like. Oh, I, like yeah. Talks so to that was the, where you could see, but that you could you not know stable. he has PTSD. So it's like, but you don't need that difference. scene to like highlight it. Like, yeah, but know then it. what would what scene? What would be better? Like the gradual. Like what? What that was gradual. That was no, like, like he actually over gets thirty minutes. Like that was almost an hour into the movie when that happened. Like what's gradual? Yeah, he goes to. Um, it was gradual. I was like making points, like the glass thing, like the Trump supporter thing, like the they're like a bunch of things that were. What does leading. the Trump supporter thing have to do? Well, with I mean, he, like he talks about that, like specifically, like they make a big point of it, and it just shows you where his thought process is. Like he's very nationalistic. He's very against all of this. He talks about like like how they got back and they were baby killers. You know, like it, it was like tons of little hints that led up to that moment and then finally he just snapped over a chicken if they if they okay so let's say they cut the chicken part but the movie was also shorter the movie could have i think where does his character end up he ends up like talking to himself narrating his journey like kind of in a breaking point scene you could say if the movie was shorter no i feel like that was the resolution that was him like kind of like working it through what happened or he you know when he really cracks is when he turns against his own son. That's when it really happened. That's was when it that was the full turning point. But That's he what was That's that was like a point showing you that like okay, if nothing happened, no chicken scene, nothing. He's just been normal this whole time. Well, he wasn't, he normal. wasn't normal though. He was though. Normal? What did he do that would show that he could he change told to wanting to kill his kid? He told him he hated it. Doesn't matter. So, okay. People Andy, that he's he's a black Trump supporter like it implies, if you know anything about the world right now, the movie is implying that this guy is off kilter. But it will imply that he could <laughs> made that big of a change? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah? Going to hating his son? 
He hated yeah, his son the whole time. The, yeah, he didn't like his son the whole time. No. Literally, Take the chicken scene out. He never look at the mine scene, guys. No, did he hate his son? Listen yes, to that did. scene. Watch that. I love that scene. But that's too. what I'm saying no. is it goes from him hating him in the beginning to him growing on his son to back and then to hating him again because hating that him. was further showing how unstable he was. Like his emotions flipped like that. Like the chicken scene. Like. The this, the that. Like it was little things that showed how quickly he could change. But if you didn't know he had that variability, like you wouldn't expect, you'd be like, what Why the fu- how the fuck is he you just turned to wanting to hate his You like, could it, cut well, a chicken I still scene felt out. that way, even with the chicken scene. You I could still cut, felt you could that literally turn, cut the whole chicken scene out, and I would have still got that he had PST, PTSD. No, cut the chicken was, scene out, and still the turn from him hating his son was still like too much. Yeah, because he literally, his son, his son, like, first scene, his son's in the hotel, and he's like, why the fuck are you here? Like, fuck you, I hate your guts, like, then he, like, says, oh, he's gonna be basically our bitch, and, like, you're not gonna get a share, and then, like, he, uh, he hates his son the entire movie, he's, then he doesn't even, like, he he grows, he grows, kind of, like, shows little glimpses, but never really, like, you don't ever see the arc of, like, him, like, so wouldn't that make it son. more believable that he could turn? Loving like his, that, son. his son. And then it's like... After he, he has a mental break? No, but he never like really gets to the point. I just see it as a mental break. I just... I don't know. That whole monologue scene didn't seem like he was like insane at that point. Yeah, but I'm we're talking about the chicken scene specifically. Like I don't feel like that was I honestly a think you could have cut that whole part out and been fine. So despite what I said, you cannot <laughs> at all see any recollection, at not even a little bit that. So you would respond the exact same way. No, you would but, freak the fuck out, like no. completely be off the it wall. No, but like that doesn't. I don't have your friends settle you down. No, I'm not saying that way. he doesn't have PTSD. I'm saying that it was already highlighted the fact that he did, so they didn't need to further I get it, that. But you know that he has it, I but that doesn't PTSD. show that. He can just switch like that. That doesn't show you. But he didn't switch like that. He did. He like gradually like was that. like, no. Kyle no, was just talking no, about how abrupt no. this switch seemed. No. Am I to Kyle? hating his son. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that it wasn't just his son. He totally went full back. He's in the war. He's back. Yeah, but that was like later in the movie. We're talking about the chicken scene specifically. Yeah, right. Yeah, that didn't. The chicken scene didn't trigger him to be like back in the war and back in that mentality because it goes from that scene to them. Getting landing on the boat and like being on land, and he's not. It started switching like later still, in the woods. Exactly, yeah. Because no, he's still at that point, he's like that's when he's actually growing to bond with his son and connect. That's reconnect what with I'm his saying. Comrades. That's how it works. It's like, but you wouldn't know that he could like have a flip like that. He could freak out. Like people can fake and be fine and be calm and stuff like that. But that gave you an example of like, oh. He has like a lot no, no. deeper. I think things. we're agreeing that because like before we are that he that, seemed calm too. No, I think we're agreeing that we say that yes, that is an example of PTSD. Is it? Does it work in the movie? No, that scene didn't work. Right. Like yes, I agree. It's an example of PTSD in that you can flip on the turn I, of a dime, but it doesn't it, work but, well but the, in. Yeah, the, movie. the thing is, is but it like, keeps you have not given me us. a compelling reason why that doesn't work well <laughs> because it because. Throughout the whole movie, you see these transitions of him like being really angry and then being really cool. Like you can okay, see his them. mental like instability. When? when was he angry before that scene? Before that scene, the whole he the, didn't when he's want, yelling at his son, saying he that hates was, him. He didn't blow up in anger at that. No, 
Like, yeah, so really when really did you see his again. instability? Like, when when was his instability? When I is something say, being shoved in his face? Also, like, he doesn't want to accept the drink from the Viet Cong. But he he's not. He doesn't blow up though. Because yeah, the they Viet don't Cong wasn't shoving in his face. If they were like, drink it. Drink it, like drink smashing it. I bet he would have blown it. up right That's then. That's what I'm saying. Like that was what broke him. Like he. But everybody would do that. I wouldn't. You just said no one would talk about ghosts and shit right after that. You guys would not. You would get mad. You'd be like, yeah, get but that I don't have PTSD. It. Like, yeah, like that. Of course, an explosion he, of emotion. It was. You're missing the key part. It wasn't the anger. It's the fact that all of a sudden he went back to the war, calling him a gook. Call, that was the key. Then they then that just wasn't if that is true, I know what you're saying, it wasn't portrayed or done well. We're, How? <laughs> we're agreeing with you with everything. Yeah, the PTSD part. Like people are pushy example. sellers all the time and you don't blow up on them. Yeah, but we don't have PTSD. We're saying we exactly. know Exactly. No, but we we're saying we know he has PTSD. It's very well. But you known. don't know he's in uns what does PTSD even mean? Post traumatic stress syndrome. What does that mean though? It means after you get out of the war, you hear fucking firecrackers. When they throw the firecrackers outside the bar, they right, hit the deck. Like you know so you're saying your little firecrackers, yeah, that would be more believable than a freaking out on a guy who's trying to be I'm a pushy salesman. They do in the beginning. They do. Remember, People the are club, real. Firecrackers like, and they that dive, happens in real life. People do <laughs> that in real life. They are We're pushy aware in that. real life. We're aware yeah. of that, but we're saying that the so scene... So how is it badly done? The scene was that not necessary to really... attribute to the fact that he had PTSD or not. Why? Because it you... didn't add to anything. It caught. It showed you instability. He. We already knew we, he had instability that. before yeah. that. You I didn't, like I though. When? I did. When? I did and Kyle did. How? Because You was... don't have a reason. You're just saying that to no. strengthen no. your point. He was... Then give me the reason. I did. when He was, he was fine. The whole movie, the whole... up. The bar scene. He's mad. He's fine. Okay. Then his son shows up and he flips the switch saying... He never I, flipped a switch Yes, he did. Son. He's talking about how much he hates him. Why the he fuck is he... He was never that angry. Yes, he was. He's saying, why are they you here? Joke You're the one it. of the like, biggest regrets I've ever made. Like Basically, he's saying, I hate your guts. Like Why the fuck are you here? That's not freaking then he, out, then though. He sits in, but he's showing his instability still. No, it's not. That has nothing to do with PTSD. He just doesn't like his son. But he, then he loves his son. So that's PTSD. You're no, talking it's about not. Mental that instability. has nothing to do with PTSD at all. You're talking about mental stability, right? I'm saying it was a Vietnamese guy. Wait, what are you saying? Okay, you're saying that we needed to see, we needed to see how angry he could get here to justify how angry he could get later. Kinda. Yeah. So it's but a why plot does device. that make sense? Yeah. Like you could, we, we could know have flipped the switch later. If we knew he had PTSD, we could have seen his turn once, and we it could have. Been it fine. could have been like. Oh, up, down, up, down, up, down. But you're just down, saying the, don't you don't get twice. his abrupt change already. His abrupt change to hating his son, which you already said is not PTSD. No, I'm. That <laughs> was PTSD. That's a difference. It has. You're. It's not to He's do with the hating his. Listen to me talk. Yes. The hating his son part at that part. He already hated his son. Then he loved right. him. Then he hated no, him. No, he didn't. Like turn. Yeah, he was making a turn to care. Okay, but you already knew he hated his son. But. The fact. But then he writes a letter. There's a difference so between there's like, like hating your son. He turned into war mode at that point. He wanted everyone who wasn't on his side dead. That's why he hates his son. It's not because of all the things that happened before about that. That was just regular family shit. Yeah, this was it's, it's him turning. He wanted to his son to be dead at this point. Yeah, but he's not. He's a son. Like what you're saying. 
That you thought that his son was against him? No, he's saying he didn't even see him as his son anymore. He didn't see, he saw those as his colleagues in war and everyone else as the enemy. Like he treated those like people who got rid of mines as enemies. Yeah, but the, the they whole, weren't enemies. They the didn't whole do character anything. development of Paul, he just is had like, a fucking break. Even when and now he's war. Now he's yeah, back but, in war. But, That's the PTSD. So, but part. you're his, saying his break happened at the chicken scene. Which no, the, I'm saying that showed you that he was in in state. Like he had instability. Okay, no, so but that's, he wasn't fully broken yet until the mine blew up his friend, and now yes. he's back in war. Yeah, right. Which would have been fine. Like that would have been enough. Would it have been the though? chicken seed could so. have been gone because and if he would have blown up his What would friend, it give you any boom. indication that he could have like became like that before? The fact that we knew the fact that he has PTSD. But you just clearly don't understand what PTSD means. Like that I means just, you're afraid of like loud noises. Like, yeah, that's one of the symptoms of PTSD. Yeah, but that's like you don't. Do you think every veteran like will go back like and turn into this person who wants to kill people? Like, like you had to see his instability mi- without citing first. minute for minute, second for second, every scene. I think we can agree to disagree. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, we we both think that there's enough information given that he has PTSD and that he's unstable before if, the chicken scene. But or I'm just even saying, if that, that wasn't there. You guys wouldn't no, you have been like, oh, that was too quick of a change. I think they should have done something no, we because, like, no, better because led not, me to see that he could twist that's that. All, that's hypothetical. Even though. in his platoon, he was known as a guy that like was rough around the edges and didn't like his platoon. The only reason why he followed him is because he had such high praise for Storm and Norman. That wouldn't have been enough because he but like during you, the war. He, knew he, didn't he, have he hated PTSD. people everyone. Like he hated people to begin with. There's a difference between hating people and becoming a like having a complete mental breakdown. Yeah, but what? Like he talked to himself in the woods for like a five minute scene. Like, well, yeah, he had a mental break mm-hmm. when the fucking lion mind blew up. What I'm saying is, you cut the chicken scene, you can still show his entire character development of up and down, and then the landmine, and then you know he snaps. That's his mental break. You didn't need to have a mental break beforehand. Then he's fine again, and then another mental break. I think you could have just had the one mental break of him blowing up and then that's when it snapped. He's like, fuck everyone. Like, I'm going this my own. This is what I'm going to do. I don't trust anyone. They're Viet Cong, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could have had the one. I don't think it would have been as believable. I feel like... Without showing him freaking out before that. Like, if you like that scene, like that's fine. There's like a lot of scenes in the movie that I feel like are very similar that feel... They just feel kind of forced and like overwritten and things like now, that. No, I think There's there a are lot of like a like lot that. of problems. Like I think introducing the uh, what's her name? Tien. No, the French Me- girl. Me- oh, yeah. Uh, um, Mer- Melanie's. I don't know. I like, should. I think those whole I know scenes and about. stuff were like Hedy. Hedy. Were kind go. of like pointless. Like I feel like there was a lot of scenes that you could just cut out. Like even building that relationship seemed pointless. Right. So like, I also have a question to you guys. After your go ahead. It so was like, Melanie though. Melanie, the Thierry? actress name. Hetty. is Hetty is the character's name. Yes. Yeah. So like I feel like a lot of those scenes could have been cut out, but I think that scene was should stay. Is where I'm getting at. Like there's a lot of scenes that could have been cut out to make it shorter. And then that would have made that scene better still. Like, I think that would just made it flow better. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if they had, if that scene was there and there was other key but like, scenes you, cut I out. was arguing against saying it was a pointless scene because it wasn't. I gave no, many no, the points mo- for the I'm scene. I'm saying the movie, the movie as it stands, it is a pointless scene. 
But if you were to remove other scenes, then it might have been an elevated, like more of an important scene. And I didn't say pointless. It has a. Not, yeah, it does it's not have pointless. a point. That but was, yeah, that I was, don't like it. Me neither. But it's I have all. a question. What did you guys figure out the the time? This was a really big gripe of mine. The timeline or the the time. So whenever so was, the aspect no, ratio no, no, no. changed. I know or, this. No, no. Yeah. I know that I know the aspect, all that. I'm saying think about it. Mm-hmm. These dudes he said his first tour was in nineteen sixty seven, right? Oh, how old they are? They would then, be in their seventies. <laughs> yeah, and they're not that old. <laughs> and they're not that old. And every Vietnam scene they had gray in their beards and they looked well, exactly no, the that, same. That was intentional. Yeah. Why? It, because it was his third tour. He wouldn't be in his because no, it's, it's not supposed. It was supposed to be like their memory of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is intentional. Like they're supposed to be old it's still people. Them. They could have replaced yes. them with just Younger. generic no, no. characters. But then they sh- they do show a picture at the end of what they and then they like. do a little bit of de aging with the same right. actors. Yes. But what I would have, I didn't makeup. get get that. I thought they. Sh- I felt like it should have been. I feel the, like it was. I'm remembering it. It was definitely a as that. bold choice because it kind of took you out. But like it did I take understood. Me out too. Yeah, because, but it, it makes sense. Yeah, because them like, like moving around as like really old people was like yeah, like kind of cringy. But I think it was mostly yeah. just to show like, that sh- like their memory. Okay, I didn't. It. I didn't think of it yeah. that way. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that okay, that makes sense. But I thought the same thing when they did the first flash pass. I'm like, why are they old? And he's but, not, yeah. but still, like, okay, current makes, time they're still yeah. in their like. He'd be 71. Paul would be 71. Well, black don't crack, you know. <laughs> yeah, but bones do. <laughs> and Asian don't raisin, so that's why they all look younger than they're supposed to be. I just felt like they didn't look like they were in their, like, they so, were in their 70s, right? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, and I agree with that. Like, it, it sets it in present time, and then it wants you to think that these are Vietnam vets, which they could be, I guess, but they're not, they don't look they're that like old. They're in their 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So, they're carrying around plates of gold, bars of gold, which are how much weight, you know? And they all have fucked up joints. Uh, they'd be 71 carrying hundreds of pounds. Yeah, they make it well, he was that. on Oxy, right? Yeah, which well, is, the you one know, was because he dumped. That's a it's yeah. a pretty much a nitpick. But speaking of the nitpick, flashbacks, hurt, like, like uh, just the so the flashbacks to the scenes we said changes format and it changes the look completely. Which I liked a lot. I, I loved liked it the, because yeah. it was a couple of those transitions. It was so obvious to That's know cool. when things took the place. The first one when it was like showing it and it went like and it like mm-hmm. edited yeah, it, it and it went to the yeah. film cell. That was really cool, but that yeah, fe- cool. that felt like like higher like it's Spike Lee type. And then like other times there was like I felt like it was the original writing. Yeah, it just felt like a stylistic change, and I liked how it looked in the Vietnam. You could definitely era. tell when it was Spike Lee, though. I feel like I don't even know Spike Lee that well, but like. There were some scenes that were like, okay, this is like a very good writing and good yeah. directing. I just, yeah. yeah. I that felt like his. that was like using aspect ratio with a purpose. And yeah, that was great. Right. Yeah. Versus because like some movies are just, I'm going to do it, it this from, way. Because, because like back art. in Vietnam era, that's how it would have yeah. looked. You know? And, and went, it came yeah. grainy. And it was yeah, obviously yeah. like present time, right? Like yeah. it was. Like it made sense because that's how it would look at the time. It also made sense because it like the right. wa- viewer know it went that it was a flashback or something. Yeah, I hate movies that are like try to be subtle with it and it's like you get confused of your timelines. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. I like when it's like deliberate. Like, I'll, okay. Uh, the Witcher for anybody who's seen that on Netflix. You have yeah. no idea. No where, fucking idea what's going on. It, what but it's is like, taking place. You knew that this was a flashback. Yeah. And then even if it was go, 
Like there was a couple. There was like, and even though they went, looked the same, it went big, little, big, little, and you like knew yeah. like, okay, I know what timeline I'm following. And it even changed a little grainy. Like he had some grain. Yeah, it was like faded yeah. looking. It looked like a. F- that was on film. It probably might have been filmed on film. Just need to watch Rambo. First blood. Again. They talked about that in the movie. Of course now, they did. Let's go a real hero. Because, like I mean, because Rambo was a more real. The first Rambo was a more realistic portray like of when they came back from war versus like the other two were just gen- all the other. Yeah. However many. The only yeah, good, just generic. Action the only movies. good Rambo. Yeah. Was the, the first, first one. one actually was trying to say something. The rest were just action movies. But yeah. Yeah. I don't. I thought there was like so many like topical things too, even that I really liked. I mean, between just like I felt like the romance between uh, Tian, the yeah, was she the prostitute? Yeah, yeah, Tian yeah. and Otis. Yeah, like I kind of liked that because it that was like a thing you don't, obviously must have happened, but I never even thought about because you know it happens in World War. That's why there's so many American French Baby, people yeah. in France right now, like makes so like i don't know why i never would have thought and it that. was cool that he <laughs> so, used an act they use an actress that was like looked like half yeah, vietnamese black, half, half black Asian, yeah like yeah black so Asian. i actually did like all those parts but i didn't like the french parts i felt like those were dragged out so much and they were trying to create this like relationship because they were trying to really they were worked. trying to highlight the fact they kept saying how like french is in vietnam and like they said it a lot yeah, like and they had well, our, uh, as our French neighbor as our French inhabitants would say. Well, no, that is a thing too because uh, yeah, the Vietnamese use the French alphabet, even. right? Yeah, but I'm saying like they did it like eight times. Yeah, but, like they said it a lot, and there's obviously French people there, and yeah, even though I think only the one dude was definitely American. Who the fat dude with the glasses? Oh no, he was American. I, they just didn't say it. It was like, just a volunteer French. group. Yeah. Because what's his face was oh, French Lamb. too. Yeah. It, he was American. Paul Walter Hauser, the fat guy? Yeah. yeah. You know Where's where he, he from? He looks super where, familiar. Do you know where he is actually from? No. He's from Michigan. Oh no shit. What side. movie is he from though? He's in a lot of stuff. He was in most recently uh that Clint Eastwood movie. Fuck, what's the last one? Mule? Richard Jewell. Me- oh. He oh, Richard he was Jewell. Richard Jewell, yeah. Yep. But yeah, um, but the other two, Seppo and Hetty were... Yeah, Hetty were French, or Hetty is definitely French. The other one, I don't know. Could have been He didn't really talk else. that much at all. Yeah, I don't know. His name doesn't yeah. look French. But no, I don't think he was ever... His name ever, was Seppo. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like he his was name, his, act, his uh, I think he was too. Yeah, he actor. was definitely French. But, but I don't think he was ever meant to be French. I think he was just part of the volunteer group. Right. He was American who happened to be with this French group. Yeah, he had like a line that was kind of funny. Yeah, the uh, on in terms of like the messages, my favorite or one of my favorite messages is just that like the fact that they they go back to how, the how many black soldiers are fighting for a country thirty two that doesn't that will not back them well, or like, like show them support. Right. So but, it's like how many people in America are black. 12 or 15 percent or something like that it's how like many in the million. how many in the are fighting for the country it was like 30 32%. over a third yeah. that are fighting for the country that's and not even supporting the them line. and it's yeah. because they said and that they, put promised, them the front they line. promised us like freedom basically yeah and they be and like well, they you know in a lot of stuff you don't learn about that soldiers right? yeah like you don't learn about that percentage or that 
that uh, difference between statistics population wise. I did like like there's something systemically wrong. Yeah, but that was like one of the you know and but that's only one of the messages. Like there's so many messages in the movie. Like I said, I wish they would focus on like two or three really strong points and driven those home. But they focus on a lot of different points. And And I I feel like that was one of my the my major problem with it was like the length and there was so many things that could have just been like I said yeah cluttered yeah. It yeah, was, for sure. It was definitely felt a little messy. Cluttered, messy, and heavy But there was just so many strong parts that I loved. That is where I landed on it. I, See, I'm trying to think of like strong, yeah, like did, actual strong parts. I mean, I of loved the, the monologue with the monologue Paul's was pretty. Monologue. It was like, I, I was, loved that, and I loved that angle. Like, I, there was but like, like as a, far as acting, so like Del Rey Lindo, I agree. Like the he, best he part. He should get like a nod for something. For yes. Yeah, no. Oh. Probably with how weak 2020 is, which like yeah. I'm not saying his performance was weak; it was good, but like he could easily be up there. But I kind of agree that the rest of it was like shaky at best. Like, like that, I don't know if it was intentional though, because I feel like some of it was just like, he, like egregious, like it like had to bad. have been, yeah, like can't be bad almost so. But I don't, like, I don't, I didn't get the vibe that it was. But that, that's what I'm saying is I didn't it. exactly. And if I didn't it was, then it should have been more deliberate. Right, right. Yeah, I can't agree with that. Like, I felt like it was meant, but, but because parts, of yeah. the like juxtaposition with everything else, it just didn't work. And yeah, it might come down to not being familiar enough with Spike Lee. Like, do I not know him enough to know when he's trying to be campy? That could be. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I mean, I did like, like, none of it stood out as being like bad. There's just so many scenes that felt weird and like off kilter. I couldn't put my thumb on it exactly, but it just didn't feel right. Like there was one scene in particular that was cohesive, like, like pretty bad. And it was when he was, well, there was like a couple of scenes that like stuck out to me as like pretty bad scenes. One of them was the, the dude that the dude that got blew, blown up by the mine. He's like walking backward, like, Oh like yeah, I know. Tw- it's like so obvious. Thirty yards, and I'm like, okay, he's gonna <laughs> blow up. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to blow up, and he blows up, and I'm like, oh yeah, like, and then like, and then Lamb shows up right after that, and then <laughs> like then, right after that second, they're like, oh, we're here, we're then, the we're the mind disposal people. And then Jonathan, <laughs> so. Jonathan Rogers, I think his name is. I forget his name. David in the, sh- in the movie, the oh, young kid. The the guy he from goes, okay, Last I'm gonna Black go poop, and yeah. he's like digging a hole, and he hits the fucking bar. And oh like, yeah, oh my god, like. <laughs> Oh, like I was saying, they could have cut out that whole French group. Like, yeah, the lamb. Oh, yeah, all that of their could have been scenes, gone. Like, all of their yeah, scenes. Yeah, it would not have made a single difference. Yeah, it would have made it better. Up, absolutely. Yeah, that whole angle. Then they were tied up, and then they weren't tied up, and then they were tied up again. I don't know if you guys well, noticed Well, I knew the reasoning. I thought there was a reason for that. They were walking they up a hill, and they were untied. Yeah. And then he tied them up again, but it never showed like him. Well, because he was behind them with weapons, so like... Yeah, but I guess. Yeah. I mean, why would you untie him anyway? Because I did. They didn't have many ropes, right? They only had. They had the one long rope. They yeah. all tied together. They probably just. They used the rope that they pulled him off the. Too difficult. But then they were tied up again, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh yeah. I was probably that was like in deep into the movie, so I was already like checked. I wasn't checked out, but <laughs> yeah, again, the runtime really. But like got I to said, me. like I was able to. It, I broke it up and 
Like if I would have watched this too, like I would have probably gave it. Like, been bad. Bad, even worse, honestly. I think that I helped know. it out because I had a fresh mind when I watched it again, or started to back up. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I did note. Uh, so they they do the flashbacks, right? Um, and this is taking place the Vietnam War. MLK gets assassinated during this time, and they say over the radio that MLK was assassinated, right? And they get very passionate about it. They say we got to go do something or whatever. The radio scene was so bad. I like the radio scenes, like of the of the uh, DJ, but then they say that MLK was assassinated, and they get they get worked up and passionate about it. But then they like they're gonna go do something. Like what are they gonna go do? They're in Vietnam, so I don't. Like what is they they just shot their guns in the air. Yeah, they shot their guns in the air and I was like, What he like Chadwick Boseman has to stop them. Like, no, don't like okay, if Chadwick Boseman let them go, say yeah, go do whatever you want. What are they gonna go do? They're in Vietnam. Well, I mean they could go against their own soldiers. Yeah, he they, the he said I'm gonna go kill some crackers. So yeah. he had to stop just, them from killing so white like, cause right Americans. now he's fighting for a country that doesn't care about, yeah, it. yeah. I, I had that. Right, so I think that he was scene. basically going to defect and just go in. A they said, "I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go kill me some crackers and die." And, like, and then he was basically saying, "No, we can do more work when we get back." Basically, That's yeah. Why they but what it seems back. like, okay, so what like, you're saying change, is that this I will change that scene. opinions. That scene All yeah. this will make you look worse. Sure. Here's the okay. Here's the same thing. Every black person in America finds out that MLK is assassinated. Do half of them want to go out and just start killing white people? No. Okay, so why would they want to go out and kill their own white soldiers? Like, because they're so, it's the I same. Mean, the same crime yeah, would be pushed it, yeah. against. Them. It just seemed weird that like they had to. You would think that, that they, they were like that. as a military. It's like a brotherhood. Well, so I'm not saying that they were gonna go kill them anyway. Technically. Yeah, no, I, I felt like, like that. I mean, it just seemed like just, a weird scene where they're like, maybe they were no, just gonna to stop go them AWOL from, and just be stop like, them fuck from this, doing something. Like, well, he said. They literally said, and then they shoot their guns in the air, which is Vietnam, a country known for guerrilla warfare. Let's give away our position. Shoot our guns in the air. I mean, seems like a great idea. Vietnam War itself, America actually did way better. No, we actually way better. The only time it was bad was when it didn't do guerrilla. Like we were way better tactically and strategically, but they kept all the like politics and stuff that went into it and the firebombing and all this. But would you shoot your difficult. gun in the air when you're not in a firefight no. to give away no, your probably <laughs> no. but, but I feel like that's a small thing. Yeah, that yeah I didn't. Small. Yeah. I just and plus you just probably hear firing all the time anyway. Just took a note of it. I thought I honestly thought like Chadwick Boseman was like did really well in this for as little limited roles as he yeah. did. Oh yeah. Limited role as he did. I mean he I don't think he's he I don't know do if it. I've seen him ever in a there was bad nothing, role. No, I he I literally had great. nothing that was bad yeah. that he did in this movie yeah. or ever. So And I, then the probably the last yeah most thing the biggest conversational piece would be the fact that okay, so we already talked about that he is uh like a Trump supporter, Paul. Yeah. And how they use him so there's been some discussion too about like how much the MAGA hat gets moved around and there's mm. something to say about how it's always on almost the 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 most threatening person in the movie is always wearing the MAGA hat. Oh, I didn't cuz Renault, right? And he wears point. it. Yeah. He at that point he's the most threatening. At one point the Viet, the Vietnam guy puts on and when he's wearing it he is the most threatening person at that point. Interesting. And then 
just the other thing is that like he he is a he's he is a, a Trump supporter and he's a Republican for so long and that he gets kind of worn down to this point where uh, when he goes off on his own, right, he gets bitten by a snake, he loses the gold to a branch and he fall and he kind of gives up and then just says, okay, take it. And then that's where like he loses his, he loses the hat and he just kind of gives up on that. It's almost like a, it feels, I, it might be digging too deep, but it's like a metaphor of like current political landscape where, Again, this was written a long time ago, but yeah, like four years America ago. is like beaten down to a point where it's like, I feel like Fucking even the Trump supporters <laughs> are turning on Trump. Like we are at right. a, it's like such a critical turning point where like even this person who supported him so strongly in the beginning oh, is at this, this point where like, yeah, it's like, and now he can't even, right. It's like, okay, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Which could huh. be total coincidental or digging deeply, but I mean, just a point. Why else would he make it such a big deal out of it? Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like it's weak, right? Right. It's like because he, he, it's he like mentions it's, you and your mega. Then it's like the two heavy-handed, right? It's like okay, obviously he doesn't like Trump. Yeah. Or it could have been like a metaphor for how like people are like, hey, we have that one black person. Listen to them, and then look, and then even though the everybody else has a different point of view, it's yeah, like their guy. Well, but then it shows him even changing guy. by the end of it. Interesting. I, I That's cool. I never even thought about it. I didn't pay attention that much to the hat. See, that's... Yeah. yeah. See, like, that's like... That's I feel saying, like there's like, a lot of more interesting ideas that... Like, there are a lot of things. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a well-done movie with a mistake. A lot well, of Well, that's problems. why I th- ultimately like, came out on good rather yeah. than just where it was. But I feel like the rest of it, there's just so many, so many messy things and whatever words you were using in the beginning, like cluttered, messy, cluttered, messy, things like that, that are in it. Like again, just like King of Staten Island, there is something, there's something way better than King of Staten Island. Oh, this this has way better ceiling. There is something amazing in this movie. Oh, this could have been a five star movie. Yeah. Like I feel like that's probably how a lot of Spike Lee movies are because I think a lot of people come down split on his movies as well. And he gets in his own way. He steps on his own foot. He, you know, he does this to himself. Like Black Klansman is a rare instance where, that turned out you know he just didn't get in his way and it was it, just yeah. yeah it was so good and like it worked out perfectly and i love that movie like you can clearly this is, tell how much talent he right. has oh yeah as oh, a director yeah yeah, yeah. and i and, think and i really want to watch some of his older stuff i you know everybody says do the right thing is like, it's like his, a 92 metascore yeah it's like his best like movie it. and i want to see that but until i can't talk about him until i watch him so <laughs> and i also yeah, want, maybe yeah I also want to point out, I love the movie poster for this. Just the oh, way yeah. it looks. It's awesome. The art is great, yeah. It's so nice. I just want to point that out. I want that poster in my room. or in It here. is good. Hang yeah. It's great. Yeah, I really like it. I don't know. It just stands out so well. I wish. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I like it on my like list of recent activities. <laughs> right there at the end. I don't want to rate another thing. Um, okay, do you guys have anything else to add on The Five Bloods? No. I don't. It's okay. Let's great. rate it out. I give it a four I with a, a like. I give okay. it a two and a half. I gave it a three. All over the place. Yeah, one. a little bit scattered there, but that's what generates the best discussion usually. So clearly, 
Uh, <laughs> I it was slightly above average. Yeah, I knew I knew Defy Bloods would have probably the most to say. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's yeah, it's Spike Lee. It's controversial. It's yeah, it's everything. Guess that it's definitely worth watching. Like, like okay, so we didn't talk about the end either. How it kind of the black again, it was written matter. so. But yeah, like there's you think those, what they do I think with the money. Were, you and, think the Black Lives Matter part was added post? No, I think, no, it, I think it. I think it was just. I think he has been so passionate about that since its inception that it was just in there and it just happens to be like maybe he wanted it to yeah. this to create a big thing out of it but then it's already a big thing right, right exactly. now so it's like it just I think it was more yeah just it. coincidental yeah. rather than yeah, like, yeah it was written, like I said it was written that's like what I'm saying like the timing yeah. of it was like pretty crazy but it, I yeah. mean when did that movement start five 2016 exactly think, yeah. so f- the, the when it was four years written. ago yeah right so it probably it makes sense that it was I mean I think 2016 know. was the whole bridge like people think about on the highway with the yeah. everything. But it ties together like just like the end of Black Klansman, like which I didn't love, but the end of that, how it goes to present day stuff, uh showing that and then like this showing what they did with the money, which the movie is set in present day, so it's different, but it's kind of feels the same where like they do like a wrap up mm-hmm. thing of this is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. I liked it a lot, yeah. Black Klansman? No, that. Well, I love Black Klansman, but movie, the ending. Yeah. I'm oh, saying how the ending. endings are yeah, kind of yeah. similar. I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to what else we've been watching. Who wants to start? I only well, have I mean, one thing besides. We have loose. Right? Okay. I mean, I think that, so that's I talk all about I watch, it. too. Other, I mean, I watch, like, TV shows. Oh, okay. I well, I watched one movie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I already watched Loose. I talked about it briefly on a previous episode, and I told you to watch it, and you oh, did. I watched a documentary. You, Okay, so briefly, okay. general thoughts. It, general thoughts. Hear it. Really good movie. Super ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like completely. I still don't know how I feel by the end of the movie. I guess, and I think how your own biases can have an impact on how you think this movie went. And I, which is part of the ambiguity. Yeah. They leave it up. Because it's so Yeah, they don't want to give you an answer. They do not give you an answer. (laughs) Like, yeah, they don't. See, I'm glad we're waiting actually a week to talk about it because I really wanted to watch Cloverfield Paradox in between this. Okay. Because, but, okay, so I read something, or in that same episode, you have to listen to the episode also, which will help for next week. I want to go based on what we were talking about the one time when we talked about Cloverfield Paradox is like, if it wasn't called Cloverfield Paradox, right? Maybe would I would have thought much more of it, but it had it felt so shoehorned. Okay, to that. But also, he only directed that; he didn't write it, which he he wrote and directed loose, and like okay. Wait, this was the director from that? Yes, Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, that, I told you that last week when I, I talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> Julius Ona. Julius Ona. Oh, and like wow. okay, so what like listen, difference. like okay, in loose, like Julius Ona. You know the paper that Luce wrote? Yeah. He actually had Kelvin Harrison Jr., whatever his name is, he actually had him write that actual paper based off of that historical figure. He wrote a real paper on that thesis, and you never hear a word from the paper. Really? Like, that's just, like, his style of directing. Like, I want, like, you're this involved. Like, you're going to get into this character this much where I want you to write it. I, you're actually going to write it and Naomi Watts is actually going to read it 
and they did that, but you don't see it or hear anything from the paper. So well, she got to read it. You got so it. it like it literally has no impact on us as a viewer, but. But it does in the have car- impact uh, because of yeah, the actors. Because, exactly. they only because it's more real. It. Now. Right. Yeah. So like, how can a director do that and be calm a bad director? Like for going from Cloverfield Paradox to that. Because I just felt Luke's like being his next movie. He was like locked into something versus now he had free reign. Yeah. Right. Does it mean you got to think like not everyone can do Or it. him writing something versus not, him not writing what, something. Oh, he what didn't Nolan write. Does, he know, directed like, Cloverfield. He didn't write it. He, he did not write it. anything okay, from so, Cloverfield. Yeah. Maybe. Because, yeah, maybe that could yeah. be a big, that that's a big thing. I don't know. I would have to rewatch it again. I just know I did not like it at all when I, I would it. all I would always rather watch a movie that's written and directed by the same person or had a credit at least. Like a writer director is always better than like. I feel like well because a director they have they know their vision right yeah but they also yeah. have to be a good writer <laughs> yeah which some directors are just not good writers so so but good you you were on your oh I general mean thoughts I, yeah I don't it's a weird movie yeah it is it's hard to place it's it's crazy it really like, makes you question because I don't even. Like, like expect it to be. I also thought weird. it was like great to watch this movie with Defy Bloods, like because they both have. Like, oh, I know it's great. Very like, good. Like that's what I said last time. It's perfect for <laughs> yeah. time. It's very timely. Like, like you're. And we were listening to that podcast, uh, "Tasteless" by Emily Higgins. Like loose is totally about perception, and it's about perception of, just like people and like putting them in a box and, and like, biases, tokenism, right? bias, like. You have you need to eliminate that to have an, an you know an actual or natural outlook on anybody. And you got to eliminate that bias and all. Well, I'm dang it. I don't want to go into it, but I even think the choice of who they picked to be the teacher. Yeah, was there was a specific reason why they did that, like why they picked her. Like it could have been anybody. You mean I the guess. actress? Yeah. Octavia Spencer? Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically that she's a black actress. <laughs> right. Like I think I she's do, good. Well, yeah, because she says. Well, she's like, yeah, she's a I great actress. Yeah, it's because she knows she knows what life would be like if he didn't follow this path or whatever. So she's like, I'm trying to protect you. That's what she says. But I also think there's that. But you could also take it from the fact that it shows you that even though she's black he's black you can still have prejudice like that it doesn't mean that you can't right. have these just because you're built-in thoughts it's right. like like i was well, saying that's what it's saying the, is before, like it's, it's not like, <clears throat> it's not saying that she is being racist it's that she's being prejudiced in the fact that i i'm going to treat him differently than based on where he's another from student now yeah or different not even where he's from but like another student based on you know x y and z yeah like like it's you know, black teachers might think differently of black students. Like, That's not, well, I'm just saying like and it's just a natural black prejudice. American teacher can still think less of someone, a black African, you know, or right. black foreign student. Yeah. yeah. So it, that just adds like another thing to it. Right. Cause it would have been easy to show like racism from a white teacher. Right. But I feel like that elevated it. Like there was a point for that. Oh, definitely. Specifically. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That uh, it's completely, intended and everything like yeah with him having his white parents and his higher you know higher class upbringing and the teacher being where she's from 
just the perception and everything, like how everybody yeah, views it, him. It felt like everything was thought about. Very, yes. yeah. Yeah. But there are still things I have problems with. But I do think this is a movie I could go up on for sure. Yeah. Versus like... I Like when I finished watching it, I'm trying to think of like specific problems I had and I couldn't come up there's with There's one that I have specifically. Okay. It's the fish. The fish? Yeah. The, the fish. <laughs> I can't like say more. There's like a fish. scene where he gives a fish to his mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was just like, what is that supposed to look? Is that a symbol for something? Or is that like trying to make you think, oh, like, like show like guilt? Right. Or like what? Like, what is that showing? Okay. Like, I feel like I missed that. Yeah. It was more of just like a general feeling after watching it. But as I already texted you on a pre rewatch, it's already going up. Yeah. It's going to be up. Yeah. No, I think I left mine where it was. Because I know I'm missing. Yeah, parts. but it could go up. No, it will go. Up. <laughs> will like go I, up. This is one that, like, because there's very few things I had fault with. Yeah. There was one other thing I didn't like. It felt like a, a ramp up, kind of like a chicken scene, that <laughs> just happened for no reason, and then changed later. The I, shack. I love the shack scene. No, no, that was good. Mm, I love that. <laughs> that was Just great. Watching. Actually, it's so good. Yeah, that was great. Uh, no, yeah, I no, I got that. Yeah, no, I got that. That's a good one. But it was to do with the dad, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so. I kind of felt that was earned. Yeah. I mean, he almost never like. Yeah. It was his switch from like, because he seemed like. I don't want to like go into it. Well, yeah, he seemed normal. Like he yeah, like him. he was the one protective one almost at first, and then all of a sudden he was just like not, and then he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm always there for you. Like it just seemed like quick, abrupt change. Mostly my problems were with him, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Versus like I think Naomi Watts and whoever plays Loose. Yeah, Kelvin. Kelvin Harrison Kelvin. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Which I want to see more things he does. Cause I know he was amazing. His, yeah, just portrayal of that. Amazing. Because like, he's like so, he does such a nuance. I, yeah. Like such when, nuance. Yeah. It's such perfect. Yeah. It's great. Like I didn't even know what to think. I know. <laughs> that's the best part. Like, yeah. is he being for real or is he yeah, being like, I'm like putting on a show? Because that's where I'm get into my implicit bias th- theory for this. Yeah. But that I can't go into more in depth. But that's something I really want to talk about. Um, All right. Well, hopefully next week. I, I would love to rewatch it before next week. I know. Maybe I will. Like I, I could. It's not the... even that long, right? No, it's not. Hour forty nine. Yeah, it's not long. It flies by. It's on Hulu, and it's great. You have to go through a couple of commercials of this King of Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One in the beginning. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you watch any other movies? Well, I'll go next anyway. I watched I know Miracle or whatever okay. the name. Well, I'll save that for us. I know you're not gonna have much to say. Magnetic. That was. The, I honestly don't have. I don't have much to say about this movie, but uh, night. The clerk. night clerk. I was at my dad's again, so <laughs> I read the synopsis. I was like, "Oh, it's a 2020 Netflix movie. I'm just gonna read the synopsis." Oh, okay, he's caught up in a crime. Whatever he has to. He studies people. He's got to prove his innocence or whatever. I'm like, this seems right up my dad's alley. He loves watching ID Discovery, all that crap. Let's Forensic watch it. Files. He loves. Not, I watch that all the time. Not anywhere close to that. Like this is like <laughs> so off the synopsis. The Netflix synopsis is terrible. It's 
just doesn't fit. Does not just fit at all. But anyway, it's about okay. So this this kid has Asperger's. He works the night shift at a hotel. He witnesses a crime and he records everything in these hotel rooms, kind of like voyeurism. But he studies them. He watches them back just to study so he can know how to behave. He wants to be normal socially. But really, the crux of the movie is mostly him trying to like build a relationship with this girl and be normal. Like the crime aspect is very secondary, or even mm. third, or tertiary, tertiary. to the main <laughs> quaternary. Yeah, it's not. It's quaternary. not part of that at all. And um, yeah, it was just it was just odd, and like it kind of seemed like two ideas combined like defy bloods has like four or five ideas but this is like you know two or three but it just it's not as good as that obviously it's not i mean it's kind of obvious when you look at this guy's uh disco- uh discography filmography uh the last movie he directed i think was almost 20 years ago i want to say no shit michael christopher i think it was from the 90s so it was it was a long time ago 30 years ago. anyway this guy hasn't directed anything in a long time and probably shouldn't direct anything else in a long time. I mean, it's not the thing is, it's not terrible. It's just like average to you know below average movie? at best. His last one when original, I don't know what it 2001, is. 2001 original sin. Okay. 2001. So 19 years ago. Dang. That was the last movie he directed. He's only directed. He's only directed a handful. And they're all with, uh, well, two of them are with Angelina Jolie. Okay. Cause he did Gia or Gia too. So yeah, well anyway, the stars Ty Sheridan, uh, Ana de Armas, uh, John Logazamo, Helen Hunt's in it. It's got a decent cast, and obviously Ana de Armas is the best part. I think <laughs> Ty Sheridan does an okay job. I don't really know how to judge someone that's acting with Asperger's because you see Asperger's in movies a lot, but like this is like an extreme case of mm. Asperger's. I don't really know what that looks like, but I felt like he did okay. Anyway, his scenes and her scenes were the best part. Kind of just wish it was focused on almost like a person with Asperger's trying to build a relationship with a, a normal person rather than trying injecting this crime aspect because there was this, there's a feeling of like uh sympathy or I don't know if it's like pity, but you want them, you want them to be together. You want them to end up together because she's with this, asshole and he you know he's coming off as a nice guy or whatever anyway it just was below slightly below average at best i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend it but it was 2020 so had to <laughs> so, fit it in there so watched it yeah i don't know why john logazan was in this he's in it for like honestly i don't even really know what happens at the end like the end is kind of confusing as to how it like wraps up it really does not do it just it doesn't wrap up well at all you're like questioning the guilt or innocence of someone and yeah it just john leguizam was the detective but it's okay it's, it's okay it's fine not it, even fine 93 minutes washed over me you can it's, just play it in the background yeah it's a two it's a two <laughs> two for me Speaking of a two. Speaking of two stars, <laughs> Jacob. 
That is generous for this. So this is so weird. I just saw it. This was like recommended. I or saw it. Was like, I saw it. I'm always I on Letterboxd checking out what you guys are watching. I was like, what the fuck is this, Jacob? So it Why? was like n- top 10. Why? Yeah, I saw it the other day. It was just like first one. I'm like, I haven't watched a documentary in a while. And like, I mean, it was pretty good advertising for it. So I'm like, yeah, let's check this out. I could, documentaries count. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. That's it. They had nothing to say. Like, nothing to say. It was like, it would interview like a person, tell them, you know, why they thought this was cool. And then it would show like 10 other people doing the thing, but never talk to them. It would just be like, that's a person who did this. Cool. I mean, that is amazing. (laughs) But who are they? Like, yeah, it it does not go anything other than surface level. And it is beautiful. Do you see the name of it? Magnetic. Uh, magnetic. Yeah. Okay. Like there you go. they show there's this place. It's in Portugal. It's where the biggest waves. These were waves that were like 70 feet tall. 70 feet. Yeah. Fuck. And they were right surfing them. That was insane. You fall. Yeah, you and it's like up. a rocky shore, like just cliffs that you smash into. That's why they're so high is because they hit the cliff, come back. And that creates this giant wave. So it's literally just a cliff wall. And the only way to even get them onto it, to move them fast enough to get them going on this giant 70 foot wave is a jet ski has to pull them. So now you need this jet ski person like who is amazing at driving a jet ski in 75 feet waves like wolf. Yeah. Like it was I'm like, wow, that is that's the only reason it even got two stars for me. Okay, (laughs) was just how beautiful it was. But if I didn't have this show, I wouldn't even finished it because like it wasn't just the surfing. So I did like surfing. It did like uh, wave surfing, another type of surfing. <laughs> then I did bike riding, like mountain, like uh, off road biking type thing. Once it got to that is when it like really started losing me because it went from like these things I've never seen craziness to. Yeah. OK, I've seen Red Bull YouTube videos of people doing cool stuff on bikes like not that interesting. Literally, it was like, oh, look, he did a bunny hop onto this trunk. Yes, I've seen YouTube videos of that. And it was. Okay, but the synopsis, like. So people. The magnetic the aspect. Magnets. Yeah, what. Okay, what is this? That's leading? it. It was. I don't get felt, it. Like, I think they were trying to show. I thought it was like, like a superhero movie. What would drive people to do this, basically? Right. So it was like, what causes people to do do that like why are they seeking this out so i think it was trying to show you like their passion and everything that goes into that i mean especially with the windsurfer guy it like really followed him for some reason (laughs) and it showed him like how he had to work out and stuff because he does it so that he because it causes so many injuries and stuff landing so hard and doing all that that in order for him to be able to continue his passion he has to do all this other work uh, that's it. That's as deep as it goes. Yeah, like, I was like, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. not deep. Super people. I feel super like super humans. Like, I'm oh, like, skiing was another thing, and that was impressive to watch too. But again, it had like, and the director was a skier, right? So, clearly, <laughs> not a director. I don't. know. It's just it wasn't saying anything interesting. It was. I felt like all the talking parts were just to give you a reason why the thing amazing thing they're doing is amazing. But you're like, yeah, it's yeah, already amazing. It like I yeah. 
it, it could have been like a really long YouTube video or like, like a documentary. You want to know something or find out something that's not known or explored or whatever. Yeah. And this is just like, uh, yeah, just it's showing. Like, have you ever seen of, like uh, Devin Supertramp YouTube channel? No, no. He's hugely famous. You and that's what he does. It just shows like really weird, like those extreme things, like when they go swinging and like canyons and stuff. That's all his videos. And that's what this felt like. Only like two hours long. And yeah. again, the parts that it showed were shot super well. They were beautiful. And like even like the cinematography was like pretty well done. They would like do these slow-mo scenes and stuff. That, like a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, but it, yeah, a documentary better be well shot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like it looked I'm looking beautiful. For like, yeah. And it showed me things that I never even knew existed. Like these 70 foot ways, which I thought was cool. That's fucking crazy. But like it just had nothing to say though. And yeah. that's what it really hurt for and me. And then it just started getting for. boring. It felt like more of just a highlight reel of these. So it cool is a things. documentary. Apparently. Okay. I mean it is I, I, I came across it on Netflix and I was like, oh Jacob, watch this. Oh, and it's then, all real people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not a movie. It's definitely yeah. not a movie. It's a I documentary. I saw that and then yeah. I was like, I can't tell from this if it's a the movie yeah, or, or a documentary yeah it's non-fiction yeah but just like the even the title or poster on letterboxd i'm like what is this i don't know yeah like i said i thought it was like a superhero movie honestly like, i wouldn't even have watched it because i saw it i just happened to be hovering on that for a second when i was texting and it was on and i'm like oh what's that whoa that wave is huge sure oh, yeah and that's where i got to it because otherwise like the name is stupid too magnetic i don't know what that has to do with anything well that's the part that i was yeah, wondering about they were saying what like, is that have they're to do drawn with, to the snaps, earth yeah, they're drawn like these people what are the athletes are drawn into something I'm like okay it could be interesting yeah i guess but, they're drawn to their pat their passions these crazy things that they're doing except yeah like but it's it like goes i already know that's literal, common like, knowledge or death, people like, yeah. it's common knowledge people are adrenaline junkies they're yeah. gonna do crazy things I already know that. Like, yeah. If I want to watch those things, if I want to see amazing feats, exactly. There's YouTube, YouTube. For that. I don't need to see a documentary that doesn't tell me anything interesting. Exactly. Like, if I want to watch a documentary on that, I'll watch Free Solo that follows one guy that tells an and amazing that was story. Really good. Yeah. But I'm not like going to watch that. That was saying things. a cobbled together <laughs> yeah. documentary about adrenaline junkies. And that if it would have been about just like one person, too, maybe that would have been interesting. Exactly. It would have like been like just the way person, Solo. like what led them. To this this is what it says. Yeah. The tale of men and women attracted by the magnetic force of unleashed elements. There you go. I was like super, super <laughs> ambiguous. You could have <laughs> named it anything. I yeah. was like, you could have called it gravity and been like gravity pulled them towards this. Like, well, they hired some marketing expert. Like, okay, this movie sucks. We need, <laughs> we need the best synopsis ever. Write us something. I got you fam. <laughs> Yeah. Magnetic force <laughs> follows around time. Yeah, like I can't and I don't know what the average review is. Three on one. It. Oh, so pretty good actually. Three one out of five. No, no, that's letterbox. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was three one out of ten other. What is it like? What do you mean? <laughs> Ryan Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, whatever. It is Metacritic. Six point three IMDB. That's high. I think but that's for only a documentary, people. that's pretty low because that's only people, average people that high. watch documentaries will always rate them higher than movies. Well, but these scores are based on critics and stuff, right? No, he said IMDb. That's oh, easier. IMDb was. It was only 210 people, though, so. Yeah. So no one's I mean, watching. I fucking low. 
But it's top ten. In You're one of two. So if you if you rated on IMDb, you'd be 211. That rated it. You I could didn't. you could mess up the whole thing. Could. It was you gave it a zero stars. You could like, like, one star. You could fuck up the whole like ratings. Two system. was even generous, honestly. But it was beautiful to look at, and it did show me things I had never seen before. So two Mixed. out of five is generous for this. I will not be watching yeah, it. No, no, <laughs> fuck no. I mean, watch the wave part and then stop watching it. That was insane. Or look up that place where those waves happen. 70, 70 foot waves. Yeah. Got it. Portugal. Look up YouTube videos of that. There you go. In 4K because this was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, it was it had nothing to say. Which a documentary, that's the that's only thing. Point. It's, that's the yeah, point. That's You watch it to <laughs> learn something. Maybe it did. It had. It said something. It just was not deep. It would be like, it said, dude. Yeah. Righteous. It's dude, like, like, it said something people already know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it wasn't deep. It was, it a, was 2018, too. It was uh, deep as a puddle. Oh, it wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't even 20. Yeah, it was 18. That's why I looked at it. I was like, why? Did yeah, you? and that's what made that me was mad, part too, of the weird because part. I watched it with because it was like top I, 10 on Netflix. I'm like, it must be a new thing. But I think it's you just always new to gotta, Netflix. You always got to check that. Yeah, so now I have Now a, you wasted your fucking now time. Now I just didn't exactly. even, I completely wasted my time watching the movie. Yeah, November 30th. Yeah, it was like two years ago, yeah. Well, not, I guess a year and a half. I mean, yeah, yep. Uh, you don't have anything? Nope. Yeah. Do you say TV? Yeah. Do you want to mention well, something? Web show. What? Oh, I watched then okay. all three or however many seasons of Dear White People, and I will say, oh, hmm. highly definitely recommend it. Yeah, I've 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 seen. I was not because it's really controversial. Like it has like that's a mediocre sure, ratings, yeah. doesn't it? I don't know what. Well, I feel I mean, like it had a lot it of. Was a, it was an original yeah. show. Wasn't it on? It's I Netflix. It was Netflix. Netflix, okay. Yeah. I think it's Netflix. And then it moved to the web? No, it's Netflix still. Netflix oh, okay. is web. Okay. It's not TV. Well, I guess. It's the internet service. But a web show I consider to be like something put out. It was put out on Netflix, know. which is a website. I wouldn't call it a web show, though. <laughs> what do you, okay, a Netflix show. There okay, go. there you go. It is a Netflix original. But it, like the, sh- the cinematography has so many like great parts. Like interesting angles great framing like cool editing there's like really good editing parts one of my favorite parts is this non-consequential character it's very self-aware obviously like he jokes he's like you know i'm always listening to your problems and stuff it's like i'm just that side character that's here to make things funny like uh, finally i can tell you what i'm saying and then he goes to start talking it cuts to a different scene I'm like, that's so good. Like, cause that shows like an Edgar Wright type of humor, right? Where it's the cut is the humor. It's not what's to act, not just what's said. said. Right. He says like, Hey, now I'm finally not just that side character that's here for like humor. What happened? See, my dad has cancer and it just cut (laughs) to a different scene and it never goes back to it. So there's a lot of little things like that throughout it. And obviously another very timely thing. That's even why I watched it. Cause it was uh, right. promoted right now. I mean, I was, I heard about it before, but I had just never watched it before. And it is not afraid to tackle all of the controversial topics. It's like, it just dies right in. Like obviously dear white people. So, you know, it's about black rights, you know, which is great on its own. 
especially right now, like good way to educate yourself on it. But also like it tackles like the LGBTQA what I plus elemental that's everything. Mm-hmm. It tackles that it tax. So like sexuality, all of the spectrum, it tackles all of that. It tackles like um, institutions. So like Harvard bringing people who just get in based on having donors. It tackles yep. that. It tackles what that must feel like for a black person who is the son of someone who's in that position, but he's still a black person. Right. So it's different. And like his evolution, like all the characters of these arcs and all of them are like important. And each episode focuses on like a singular character, but the other characters are still there. So like it'll give you like literally they'll stare at the camera, like the end of the episode, like every episode. And then that, I believe that's the character who's the lead of the next episode and the character. And then it will just start with showing them with like dear white people chapter volume, whatever chapter, whatever. And it will just be them alone in that picture. And then it will go into their story. So every character is like well-developed and you have like a basis for every character on why they are acting the way they are in the other characters stories. Right. So it gives context to all that. I think it's so well done there. Everything doesn't work. There's a lot of cheesiness to it with the comedy and stuff, but that almost comes off as like Disney like at time, like Disney channel comedy sometimes. But for the most part, it, it works really well. You can forgive for like a, it's a short comedy. Every episode is like less than 30 minutes. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah so, so I mean, I watched format all of, the seasons in this last week. So. Yeah. How yeah. many are there? I think there's three seasons. Three. Okay. Yeah. And yeah it would be easy to watch. And it is, I a hundred percent recommend it. I was really good. Yeah. All right. The acting's amazing. Honestly, yep, a lot of time, a lot of the time. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to a close. I'm trying to think of if there's anything big next week. I know there's a few uh, releases still that we need to catch up on, 2020 releases. So we'll post what we're actually going to do as a future review, but we'll have some. Maybe we'll have more interesting stuff to talk about in what else we watched. Who like knows? Loose. And Cloverfield Paradox. we definitely have more to talk about. And Cloverfield Paradox. And so maybe some Spike Lee movies. I would have movies. to rewatch Cloverfield Paradox. You haven't seen it at all? No, I've never seen it. Ugh, I would have to rewatch it. <laughs> maybe some Spike Lee movies. Maybe we'll do a retro review. Who knows? I could do Sp- Spike Lee. I would like uh, to we'll see also more try to have the Godfather premium up ASAP if Jacob will ever finish watching them. Um, uh, <laughs> I watched one of them. Yeah, exactly. You got to finish them. Uh, anyway. You can follow us on Instagram at Sudden Cinema Podcast. You can send in questions and comments to our email, SuddenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I'm on both of those things as well as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. I am on both of those things as well as Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.